Welcome, everyone, to another episode of RNGPC. Thank you so much for your continued listening ship or your first time listening ship. If this is indeed your first time, we are a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, but we are not like most other D&D shows. There is no long, drawn-out campaign here. We're creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. We are all about the storytelling and the role-playing aspects of the game. My name is Nathan, and this is my co-host, Jake. How are you doing, Jake? This lovely September afternoon. One, not lovely. Currently in L.A., for anyone playing along at home and wants to figure out what date we actually record these on versus when we release them, it is 110 degrees. Nice. 100, no, no. That's nice, dude. That That is sauna level death. It's 73 in nice. Michigan. That sounds manageable. And cloudy and gross. Still, what, clouds are great. I look outside and there's nothing in the air. There's nothing. There's more likely a chance of it being smoke from a fire than an actual cloud in the air right now. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. The fire is scary. All of it. Which, where do you think the fires come from, Nate? Do you think it's maybe the 110 degree sauna heat? Well, you know, hashtag. And lightning strikes. And and lightning strikes. Yeah. Wow. Where do you think the fires go after they burn up all of the West Coast? Into the sky. Directly to, nope, directly to the Metro Detroit area. (laughs) Directly. Yeah, they, they have they like a, a flight. They skip all the yeah. mountain terrain that would stop them oh, yeah. on the way. Yep. And, and yep. And the yep. you know, the massive river that runs through the yep. middle of our country. I mean, hey, look, the airlines are struggling right now, so they need to sell tickets. <laughs> so, right? just so they're just barreling <laughs> planes of fire coming to Metro, Metro Detroit. Yep. Gotcha. Good thing yep. the Delta De- Good thing DTW is in Romulus and not even close to where I live. It's the Metro Detroit area. Fire spreads. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Um. Anyways, that's that's one way to start a podcast, talking about everything that's great about our global climate currently. Yeah. So now, literally, let's 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 <laughs> let's travel into the future. Let's let's pump this baby up to eighty-eight miles per hour, one point twenty-one gigawatts of electricity. And see, I'm trying to follow where you're going with this, but I feel like where we're going, I don't need to follow because I don't think we need roads. Exactly, right? dude. Exactly. <laughs> um, now, I'm making a really terrible joke about how we're talking about what time it is right now upon this recording, but I'm trying to get us caught up to speed about the actual dates this episode is going to release because we do record yep. ahead of time for those of you who haven't figured that out yet. Um, no. so We essentially do time travel every, every week. single week. That's fun. So no. today is September 5th for us. But what date is it for our? Just gave away. What date is it for our listeners? Gave, I set up a prompt of like, if you want to play along at home and guess when we record these based on the temperature here in California. Oh, I'm sorry. And you just gave away the game. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't I'm believe. Not you. sorry at all. Um, but I believe today is September 19th. Oh, for everyone whose ears we are now gently caressing with the sounds we are making from our mouths. <laughs> God. What is, so what does that mean, you weirdo? It means yesterday was the 18th. Oh, what else does it mean? Tomorrow's the 20th? Yeah. Oh. And we launched the Patreon. Do you want to do it? Sound effects. Do you want to do it? No. No. Yes, you do. Because, no, I can't. Okay, hang on. I don't want it to be. It's not too loud. Just do it. I barely Can heard that. that? that I barely really, heard that in my That was really end, quiet. So. Hang on. Hang on. Let me try it again. Let me try it again. Please, please, please hold. Uh, just insert some, like, hold music here. Okay, let's try again. 
I love that we built to it and it probably made it not as cool. I know a handful <laughs> of people like in my real life, and by a handful I mean two, that can make <laughs> that sound really well with their mouths. Like, it's impressive. I mean, I'm one of no, them. No, it's right? not actually. Blah, 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 blah. No. It's people from my axe throwing league that are really good at it. Oh, jeez. Wow. Weird hipster flex. Let's get back into it. What the hell is a Patreon other than something that warlocks are in debt to? That's wrong. (laughs) It's not not that at all. Patreon is a really cool online place where people can support creators, smaller creators, I guess larger as well, just creators um, like ourselves that are trying to make content um, that doesn't necessarily bring in a revenue stream immediately. Um, And so we have decided to launch a page for anyone that might be interested in helping us improve our overall content as well as get access to some pretty cool stuff that we are also making that will be available on there. It's kind of broken down into tier structures, so depending on what level you would like to help us grow as creators and improve our art <laughs> um or just you know podcast episodes um as a, as a whole um you can get involved and there's just a simple very low level where it's just like hey i appreciate you and uh you'll get access also to some of our stuff like we have a discord channel um where for people that don't know it's like a messaging app, it's, it uh, app? For, so i mean i guess the closest thing to compare it to for any of our older listeners um it'd be like a chat room it's like a chat yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's where since since the three of us that work on this podcast, Nathan, myself and I, and Lloyd. Wait, Nathan, myself and I? Oh man, are there oh two God. of me on this podcast? Are you Jim Carrey? <laughs> me, myself and Irene. <laughs> Lloyd's are Irene. Yeah. Um sorry. <laughs> anyways. Um that's where we make a lot of decisions and talk about stuff and, and work on like the editing of the podcast and adding in the different sound effects and decisions about stuff moving forward, um, as well as we're trying to now expand that community out to include you guys, the listeners, and, and people that might be interested in what we're doing. So if you get involved at, at a very basic level, you can see all the stuff that's going on in there um, and kind of get a behind-the-scenes look into the bad jokes we make. I guess. The bad jokes you make. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought her name was Chelsea. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> see? Anyways. Fucking case and point, Your Honor. <laughs> anyway, so that's one thing you can do on there. Also, that is now where our very detailed character sheets are going to start living. So instead of just getting the access to the basic ones that we are going to be launching out onto our site, which is just like kind of name and backstory stuff, the really detailed ones that are fully filled out to a point of us making decisions, helping you level the character. Is it level six? Yeah, we level, we've decided to level our characters all the way up to six because, um, six, well, one, most, I would say most campaigns, if you start at level one, die before level six. (laughs) Not always true, but strong possibility. And also because six (laughs) is where like most, some characters have a really big choice for you to make at level three. Like you have to make like, um, like a barbarian, path choice at level three and other ones they're the first major choice or the second major choice happens at level six so we decided that leveling the characters for you from one to six and making choices for you as far as spells and paths and all that good stuff um as well as like weapons or yeah weapons equipment all those kinds of things we figured six would be a good stopping point 
Um, and after that, you should have a pretty good feel for the character, and you can make your own choices from there. And always, yeah. always, you can just make your own choices. So there's yeah, I mean, it's D D. The rules are made up, and the points don't matter. They're more like guidelines, so, um, as I always say, poorly in my pirate yeah. accent. That was your pirate voice. They're more like guidelines than actual rules. The code. I feel like I say the code better than that last entire sentence. Don't glare at me. I'm fucking funnier than you are. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like we decided up to that level because again, yes, yeah, so hopefully at that point you can kind of, because I think the main thing we like with each of these characters is sure we're birthing them <laughs> in a way, but like I, I want them to go out into the world and change based on what you experience and do with them. Right. Because that's, I think the fun of D and D is you can play the same character in four or five different campaigns mm-hmm. and it's going to turn into a different character each time yeah. their goals and wants and things are going to change. So yeah. So those character sheets that are more fleshed out will be available also on our Patreon. And we have some levels where you'll get a random one every month um, from all of the characters we release that month. And then if you want to have more of the character sheets, there's a higher level where you can get involved where you'll get all of the character sheets we release that month. Plus, we're doing a Disney Vault-like thing where... Can we even Discord, say that? You'll... We're going to get sued? We're doing a beep Vault-like <laughs> thing where... <laughs> where... Every month in the Discord channel, we will have a poll and a vote up for which character to bring back from the previous months that will then be available to uh, the the people at that tier that got involved with that dollar amount the next month. So yeah. that you can then download, potentially, if like you really liked Id Barork, who is our first character. Ever. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, and you want him, then we'll, we'll make it so that he'll be available if he gets enough votes the following month. And... The thing we're going to do now, too, is since we're launching on the 19th, which is kind of like right in the middle of this month, what we're going to do for the rest of this month, if you get involved at the level where you get the four character sheets per month, essentially, you will get access to all of our currently past characters that will go into the vault um, because this is the first month we're live and available that you can potentially get some of our beginning characters. So if you get involved right now, all those characters will be available. Um, and then we do... So you can go... Sorry. So yeah, since right. you did bring up the um, launching in the middle of the month, I do want to put a little disclaimer that Patreon does draw from your account on the first of every month. That's We don't have a say in that. So I just want to make you... Mm-hmm. I just want to make everyone aware of it. If you are excited about the... If you are excited about the fact that we have a Patreon and you want to get involved with us, um, October 1st, you'll get charged again for whatever tier you've gone on to. So just, just be aware of that is all. Yes. So that is the one thing. <laughs> but w- with that as well, like I said, you'll get all of those character sheets just available for you to download and use as NPCs or use the character and campaign you want or just hold on to for when you're able to finally go in and start playing your own campaign um, or running your own one as a DM and having all these different NPCs that your players can interact with. Um, what else? What else are we doing? We got exclusive podcasts and content that we're going to be making as well for some people um one of the ideas we've been throwing around again on our discord i'm excited about um is this idea of doing like kind of a battle royale with all of our characters where we just kind of go in and have them verse head to head (laughs) in like a a bracket like style and and see who we think would win in a fight yeah it would be discussion based (laughs) there'd be no rolling but yeah it would be a sweet 16 so we'll start with our original 16 characters, and then when we hit 32, we'll do the next 16, yeah. and so on and so forth. It'll, it'll always be a 16-character yeah. bracket. 
Yeah, so that would be available. And then what? That what? Sixteen characters? Is that every like four months? I think. Yeah. Because if we do four, yeah. So every four months we'd have one of those, and then the other thing is we would have other episodes as well that we're discussing what the in between months, what those exclusive content will be like. Um, yeah, and then the other thing too is with the Discord levels, we're gonna take that bracket we make for the month and make it essentially as you can vote within the Discord channel mm-hmm. as well. So and, and and we have a bunch of other ideas that we're trying to come up with and, and iron out how they would work within our discord and what the other exclusive content is uh we're really excited about having all this stuff to essentially share with you guys on top of our podcast like this because this this just to clarify this podcast is not going anywhere it's not going behind a paywall it's not going to change any if you just enjoy listening to us yeah. <laughs> here and every week look forward to the 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 silky smoothness that is mine and nathan's voices Ooh, it'll still be i'm on here. a horse um, i'm in a shower <laughs> Where my deodorant? <laughs> that's my yep, silky. That's perfect. my silky voice. He almost ruined his microphone in the shower. It got very wet, and it was it was not great. But <laughs> it looks like it, it got fine. It was fine. Um, but yeah, so this this isn't going anywhere. It'll still be here. Um, it's kind of just one of those things where it's like we wanted to put that out there in case anyone like wanted to help uh, and wanted some more stuff from us to be able to enjoy. Yeah, um, and we've also got a bunch of goals that we want to, like, because we've, we've yes. got so many ideas for you guys um, as far as content that we want to create, but don't really have the resources to execute on. So we've got a bunch of different goals that you can see on, on, on the Patreon as well. Um, so, I mean, you can be, you can play a major part in helping us grow and becoming more and, um, yeah. you know, and always appreciated by us greatly, no matter what yeah. you do, even if you're just a listener, so... Yeah. I mean, one of the first things that we've been talking about a lot, too, is figuring out how to m- move and open a Twitch channel, yeah. which is like, we, we just want to make sure that when we do it, we're doing it well. And this will help us to achieve that goal a, a little bit sooner. Better, cleaner. <laughs> all of the above. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're excited about that. We're excited to be growing this community. And like, again, I, I think what I would say is if there's a dollar amount that would like fall out of your pocket every month and you wouldn't miss it. We would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so it literally, it doesn't matter how much or how little it is. It, it's it's great just to know that people are enjoying this enough to be willing to chuck some stuff our way. Yeah. And then last thing I will say is we also do have a tier <laughs> where I've decided that I will DM a, a one shot every month. Um, it could be with your own characters. It could be with our characters from from this podcast and uh we'll we'll figure out the details of how to coordinate it it'll probably be through something like roll 20 or maybe just google hangouts or or the the details will be ironed out and we'd figure out a time um but that would also be something that would happen every month is where we would get together and i could be your guide into the world of dungeons and wagons dungeons and (laughs) dragoons That's I'm not gonna lie, makes me nervous. I've been wanting to get back into it. It's just again like there's so much shit going on. And it's just constantly like I wanna do it well. Just like the Twitch thing, just like this podcast. Like I don't want to half ass anything. Yeah, for sure. That's that's why we're we're setting this up because this would allow both of us to be able to put more time into doing this well. So Yeah. Yeah, that's I think that's it. For sure. So go check out um well, I guess we should have said this in the beginning. We're talking about all this. And people are like, where the fuck do we go? Um, it's patreon.com backslash RNGPC. Uh, that is where all the information is. Any other questions you have um, are on there. And yeah. Yeah. Nate? Patreon.com. Talk about- P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. 
slash R-N-G-P-C. Why do you sound like a speaking spell all of a sudden? <laughs> um, also, we're going to, like, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on social media, um, whether through Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Um, all of those are at RNG underscore PC. Um, on Facebook, we're talking about doing some kind of Q&A on there as well uh, in the coming week or so. So just keep an eye out for, for something on there. We might go live at some point on there. Or maybe even Instagram. Instagram has a live feature too, right? They do. So, yeah. So we, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out and we'll, we'll post more information about it on our social media. So just keep your ear to the floor. How do you, I don't, I don't, that's not a thing. That's not a saying. Keep your ear to the ground and pre- or grind. I don't know. There's something. There is a saying there. A real one, I think not one of your bullshit ones. I think it's. I think it's grind your ear. Keep to your the stone. ear to the grindstone. Sure. Yep. Perfect. Whatever that means. It, Sounds painful. Yeah. I mean, but that's the only way to hear. Sometimes it hurts to hear things. <laughs> that's true. No okay. True words one last time. Patreon.com/slash/rngpc is where you can find. Uh, all that information. Thank so, you yeah. for listening. And if you get involved in our Patreon, thank you. We love you guys. Yep, we'll be soul debted to you. Soul what? Debted. Oh, so soul God. will be in debt. What is that? Was a what, you, what did you? I, I don't know what, what you said because you mumbled like the Midwesterner that you are. <laughs> you would think with moving okay, out to okay. California, you'd hit your T's a little harder and enunciates like those Westerners do. Nah. Do you think? Do you think everyone <laughs> in the West enunciates because they all want to be actors? Do you think that's, that's a lot know. to do with it? I think. I think so. Is that is that what it yep. is? I think there's plenty of people everywhere that want to be actors. 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 Sorry, <laughs> okay, let's get into what everyone is here for. The character for this week that you are building, correct? What? We're building a character, right? I thought you were building a character. Oh, gee, this is awkward. See, this is, again, why we need a Patreon, because it'll help us be organized. <laughs> Maybe. This is awkward. Well, I guess we can just sit around for the next what, you know, hour and a half or so. Yeah. That's kind of bullshit. We can still play the music. Boy, do you want to play the music? <laughs> All right. So now that we've gotten everything straightened out, uh, Jake and I had a talk. Um, he hit me. I did. I put him over my lap. It was weird because I liked. Oh it. my god, I hate you so much. Um, so I'm bringing a character this week, <laughs> and what was that? Was that your air horn? No, that was just me going. Ba-bow. That was like my Netflix. My Netflix. We should just start a ska band together, or like a beatboxing group of some sort. Mm-hmm. Scat. Is it called scat? Is that what it is? Or you're scatting? Or is that like that's animal poop, isn't it? <laughs> definitely definitely scat. So, I, just, I just watched the New Girl episode. Did you see that one? I don't know. I think you made it that far. Probably not. Uh, Coach gives Nick shit for being in a relationship. And Nick's like, I'm still a man. So we're going to, it's a Thanksgiving episode. He's like, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving out in the woods. And Schmidt's like, I'm the best camper. He's like, look at this. Look at this scat. And then Nick's like, I'm sure, I think it's a dried up raisin. And Schmidt puts it in his mouth. He goes, definitely, definitely scat. Definitely poo. That, that was poop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I did. Uh, I can say I did not make it to that episode no. of, of New Girl, but. <laughs> it's a great one. It's a great one. 
coach comes back if you didn't gather that. I, I figured because he's gone after the pilot episode yeah. because he got cast on two shows. Yeah. So, coach comes so. back for uh, that season. Anyway, so I kept it simple this week, as I do typically. Um, Are you making Jake Johnson from New Girl? God, I wish. I so would love to <laughs> make Jake Johnson from New Girl, but I'm not. In honor of us launching our Patreon, I figured I'd create a class that has a patron. So I brought a warlock, oh, brought a warlock to the I table. Did. Oh man, I wish this. I'm so happy to be making something that we haven't made three other ones of. How many? Because you said four earlier, and I corrected you. No, what? That wasn't recorded. So there's no proof I said four. <laughs> but I said it. Okay. Nope. Doesn't have to be factual to be real anymore. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> anyway, so I did. I'm cool. You're making a patron. Patreon. We're, you're making someone that has a patron. Well, we're making a Patreon. Correct. Hmm. That is what that I have done. Like t- so I brought I the class it. of Warlock, and I decided to make a choice on who the patron is. Um, it seemed fitting to actually know who the patron is for the Warlock. So I went oh, with okay. the Great Old One. Ooh. Yep. Okay. And the reason why I went with the Great Old One is because I found a background that I really enjoyed. And it is the Forgotten background. Which I... How... What? How do you plan on using this, though, if it's already forgotten? The background's not forgotten. The person is. Let me read it to you. I'll explain. Uh... Long ago, you lived a happy life, even in the worst of circumstances. You lived a life that was one that was full of friends and family from all around. You were a hoot with most people, and they enjoyed your company and presence. Except, like all happily ever afters, it didn't last long. The people you knew neglected you left you alone, and you you were put further and further into obscurity. You were forgotten. Why were you left? Who knew you? Do you wish to be remembered now? I, I'm, I, I, I lost it at the hoot thing. I'm sorry. Hoot nanny. <laughs> you were a hoot. <laughs> you were a hoot. You were such a, like, you know, bless your heart. <laughs> you were a hoot tonight. <laughs> It's such a depressing kind of background to have the word hoot in it. Who? You went from being a hoot to a no one. To a no one. Hoots are no ones. No um, one remembers the hoots. So that's interesting because I feel like, again, like, what does that mean to be forgotten? Like, we can play with that, right? Yeah. Like, like that, that it could be a supernatural thing. It could be part of why the Patreon or the Patreon. But God yes. damn it. You're, I'm going <laughs> to. Oh. It could be part of why the patron selected them, or maybe when the patron selected them, they were forgotten by everyone else. Um, yeah, so I think there's some fun aspects of that we can play around with and figure out how and why exactly that happened. Definitely, this person. I agree. And then I also brought a motivation. It's something I made up. I didn't roll on any list. But this person's motivation okay. is to never be forgotten again. They want to be remembered a leave behind a legacy, you might say. Okay. What is a legacy? Legacy is planting seeds in a garden you'll never get to see. Yes. America, you beautiful country, you sent for me. Is this? Uh, I know are you rapping right? Hamilton no. right now, or what? Yes, yes I am. <laughs> so I, 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 I unfortunately haven't listened or watched Hamilton. Ah! Not for any particular reason. I just haven't gotten around to it. Your headphones fell off. Pick them up. I know my headphones fell off. I was here because I am still upset with you, and I know you can still hear me, and I don't have to hear your nonsense. How'd you answer my question? 
because my headphones are turned up very high, so I could still hear you. It was all a lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, watch Hamilton. I want to. Out there it's just ha- I just haven't. There's no rhyme. It's like you know. It's like sometimes you go through a dry spell of going to see movies in theaters, so therefore you never see the movie. It's just that's kind of just how it happened. So the thing though about Hamilton is like how I originally experienced it is just listening to the Spotify. Like it's all on Spotify, yeah. and the whole thing. The the great thing about it is the whole thing is music, so the whole play is just on Spotify. Granted, yes, watch it because it's beautifully done. Is it a musical? And like the costumes, it is a musical. Oh, wow. So the whole thing. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> I know the whole thing's music. I'm not a pleb. But I'm just saying that not every musical is like that, right? Like Sweeney Todd. There's plenty of not musical parts of that so if you just listen to the songs of sweeney todd you won't get the whole story whereas for hamilton if you just listen to the music from it you get the whole story but so, all the, that's all the what real og musicals are pure i'm pretty sure you can't call yourself a musical unless you're all music like that's the, in the traditional theater the, sense of what, the word musicals wait, all what music. are the, so then what is something that has like annie annie's a musical and it's not all music i don't know disney just call those disney plays it's a disney annie existed before annie did not get <sighs> Annie, Annie was around, not just brought to Disney. Like Disney didn't create Annie. I know. Then what? You're just you're just doing this to upset me. <laughs> real? No, but for real though. Like I feel like theater nerds out there are like musicals. If they speak, it's no longer considered like a real musical. Like like um uh, God damn it, Les Mis. La la Les Mis. Les Mis. Real musical. Yeah. No no not a single line of dialogue in that whole shebang. Okay. I mean, it feels kind of just like a weird purist thing. It's like, ooh, I'm like getting some Mudblood vibes. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, that's what you call the ones with dialogue, Mudbloods, Mud Plays. <laughs> it's a dirty, dirty music. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. Why are we here? Oh, that's right, Legacy. Okay. <laughs> and I only knew it was so, Hamilton because America was mentioned. I know. That's why I kept going, because I knew you weren't going to understand it. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So you, I like that motivation to never be forgotten again. Again, I think that can tie in nicely to playing around with why was this per- person forgotten? How do they plan on being remembered now? And and yeah, I'm I. You have convinced me. We can make another fun warlock. We're doing back to the back future. Back to the back to the lock. Back to the back to the warlocking again. This is why I'm funnier, because I don't speak unless I know it's going to be received well. <laughs> I, I swing at everything. I am constantly swinging. Like, it's the only way to make sure you at least hit a home run occasion. Isn't that why you got cut from baseball? <laughs> Whoa, I got cut from baseball because I was there to have a good time, and everyone else was trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you also, like, not move your feet when you swung the bat? Bruh! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm hitting all of your sensitive high school insecurities right now, but... It's okay. I couldn't hit shit then, so it only makes sense they're being hit now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nah, it's fine. I, I enjoy baseball. I did the sports ball occasionally, and I mean, sure, the only sports I ended up playing were the ones where cuts weren't a part of them, but you know, that's fine. To be fair, though... I'm not sad about it. If basketball didn't require dribbling, you would have played freshman year basketball if basketball they didn't require dribbling it would be a weird version of rugby <laughs> essentially i just remember i just remember freshman year you all, you tried out with me just for the conditioning aspect of it and tryouts were two weeks so the first week was just yeah, conditioning it's like how hard can i see these kids push themselves from a coaching standpoint and then that's and you you were impressive 
And then that second week was ball handling. Because I was dry heaving on the floor. Yeah. I was dry heaving during sprints. Yeah. Why are we? No one cares about this. Why are we talking? It gives us more personality. We're more relatable now than we were we? ten minutes ago. Because I, because I suck at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as the coach gave me a ball the next week, I couldn't. I can't dribble between my legs. I can. You were I'm just, tall, you were and just, I can rebound. You were just handing it to your other hand. You didn't even touch. Is that not allowed? No. Is that not allowed? No. Why? Why is it not allowed? <laughs> I don't get it. What's the point of making a bounce? It's easier to just to carry it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's all that I brought, just those three things. I don't even have a name, because to be honest, I don't know if, it's, if I want this character to be um, a boy or a girl. Like, Ooh, I couldn't okay. make a definitive decision, because I don't really care. Um, also, don't feel like right. it matters that Is much, it... so we'll just see what happens. Yeah, would you say you yourself have almost already forgotten who this person is? Yeah. Episode's over. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, the last thing I think uh, you you did actually bring a uh, a patron though. Do you want to talk about who the patron is? I did not say that. Say that's already. You said you brought one, but we didn't. You didn't say who it was. No, I'm. I think that's incorrect. But I brought the great old one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You brought when you say the great old one, that is not a specific god. The great old one is a sect of oh. patron that you can select. Oh, okay. You brought a, a specific old one, a specific. I did. Deity. I did. I uh, that's what I'm okay. Saying. I understand now. So I brought a god pronounced Theras Theras Dun, also Theras Dun, Theras Dun, also known as the Chained God. Mm-hmm. Uh, no particular reason, just like the way that sounded. Actually, no, I think there was a reason. Let me see here. Um, is it the fact that his alignment is chaotic evil? Is that maybe? No, I think I like their appearance. Okay, yeah, so that's why. So I chose this one because of their appearance. Unlike most deities of whatever. Who take humanoid shape? Theras Dune appears as a dark, amorphous form reminiscent of a sentient sphere of annihilation. So I liked that this god had no like shape, because that mm-hmm. it's just I think that ties into being forgotten. There's nothing mm-hmm. holding it together, mm-hmm. like Sarah, Sauron. Sure. Yep. The eye. Yeah. Right. Like so, you can't just walk up to Theras Dune, right? Yeah. According to Sh- Sean Bean. Exactly. No. All right. Cool. Um, cool. I mean, the one thing I will pull out then saying, since you're bringing this, I'm fine with this, but like his alignment and everything it says with his goal of destruction, there's doing his chaotic evil. Historically, he's been considered neutral evil. No beings have encountered there's doing for over a millennia millennium millennium. Um, and his alignment can only be inferred from that of, of his insane followers. You know, that sounds very in your face and like just punching you with evil, but maybe this person, this uh, warlock, was—I don't know. Maybe they were Ke- I, maybe they were Kevin McAllistered, and this and this god saw that. And I was like, you know what? I'll never forget you, and and nurtured it with because I mean, chaotic evil can still be smart and realize that you have to be nice to people sometimes. So maybe you know, oh. Kevin's family all went on vacation. They went to New York, and he was left at home. And the, this patron was like, you know what? I'll protect you, and showed it love, and then eventually is breeding it to become this evil follower. Classic, classic Home Alone situation. Oops, parents away. Gonna go play with the chaotic evil god real quick. Yep. yep. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Yeah. To be fair, Kevin McAllister <laughs> is chaotic evil. So he's he's not. He's a, he just dropped off the map because he had enough money to live the rest of his life. So I mean, fuck it. What? What are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about <laughs> the character Kevin McAllister, 
who murders those uh, people on more than one I occasion. Think, I think you could make an argument he's a little bit more neutral evil. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's he's protecting himself. They're trying to break into his house. With murder. Like, granted, I, I know fair, they don't die in the movie, but they would die in real life. Whoa. Okay, so paint cans dropped from a, a banister don't... Wait. Kevin McAllister doesn't kill people. Paint cans <laughs> dropped from a banister kill people. Bricks from a fifth-story <laughs> building kill people. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um cool and i agree with you I, I don't think the alignment of this deity needs to exactly be that of this character i mean it can be i have no issue making this this character be evil or whatever like depending how we roll and what what comes from this we'll figure it out but i think there's even kind of something fun in the idea i just lucy kind of played around with just throwing out again why was he forgotten it would almost kind of make sense. This guy destroys everything, right? So as soon as he gets his hands on someone, maybe just the memories everyone has of him is wiped away. And so he is trying to break away from this God in some way. Right. And so like, that could be the goal. too. Ugh. Like, in, in a, I mean, it doesn't have to be, I'm okay, I'm just throwing it out there, seeing what happens with the rolling. So I feel like, so I love the idea of warlocks being at constant tension between them and their patron that like, it's not a mutual agreement. I think that's fun. Sure. There's lots of play with, but I think, I think Critical Role made that a fucking cliche, and now it's like not cool anymore. So it's like I don't want to. What, wait, do what do you think the what what do you think the cliche is? That's that's the cliche now that warlocks are always have tension with their patron. That's okay. That's not exactly how. Okay, you didn't. That's not exactly what happens in Critical don't Role. Don't care. It's enough. It's a don't care, but I care enough for it to ruin potentially a story arc that we want to do. Yeah. I mean, he. That's not. What do you think Ford did? What do you think Ford did in that little clip of an episode you watched? Because I said, this is really good. Please just watch this. I think he was like, fuck you, patron. I don't like you anymore. And then just like threw his hex blade into the lava and peaced out and lost all of his powers. Why, why do you think he did that? Though? Because he realized that his patron was not a good person. Okay. I mean, te- technically, yeah, yeah. yes, at a very broad stroke of it. But like, I don't know. That's like saying, oh, man, Star Wars, they just kind of ruined space. Now, anytime someone does stuff in space, it's just Star Wars again. I mean. <laughs> no. Anyways, fine. Let's roll. Let's start rolling. God, you, you've upset me already. <laughs> we haven't even rolled yet. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we rolling on? For, what's, what's the next part? Where are we going? Oh, so hold on. There's things we need to roll on with in the forgotten background. That are. Oh, would you say you forgot? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I made up a song. Mm. I forgot. Yeah. What? Stop. Oh my god. Nope. Shoes. Nope. Did you see she released a new song? I was hoping you knew that. I did. <laughs> I haven't listened to it I'm yet. Sure it's, it's just, I'm sure it's just as bad as the first. Um, Whoa, she is. Okay. Okay. We're so many tangents today. Let's start rolling. Hold on. I need my metal die because I like wearing those better. Ugh, I'll roll first. I'll roll no, first. No, wait, we have to... I'm, I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a mess. You're a mess today. We've been more on track on episodes where we've consumed alcohol. Yeah, it's because we were drunk and celebrating. This time we're just forgetting everything. Oh, it's the theme. <laughs> um, We will not forget you, though, if you sign up for our Patreon. You will get the things that we <laughs> promise. <laughs> ooh, ooh, including one of which we've decided is there will be a section where we'll call you out right here and make sure everyone remembers who you are. Oh, that's so true. Anyway. I will remember you. <laughs> anyway, I did just want to... So there's a... 
there's a chart within the forgotten background called forgettable nature. It's what makes you forgettable. <laughs> it's my face. I just have a forgettable yeah. face. That's what it is. It's just people look at it and go, yep, generic white dude with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to roll on that. There's six of them. Okay. And I'll tell you what I got. Yeah. I rolled a five. So your forgettable nature is pitiful soul. You were once a beggar, lying on the streets asking for help. People didn't seem to care after a while, so they blocked you from memory. You gained proficiency with persuasion. Dude, this character's gonna be dark. That's fine. <laughs> it is almost spooky season. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Also, I think we should do spooky stuff for Halloween. I think we should try and figure out what that might be. So look forward for that. I don't know. Well, that'll be on our Discord. We'll talk about that on there. Anyways, um, some of these other ones are all... These are weird. That's such a weird... Okay, cool. So, yeah, we got we got Pitiful Soul. Sorry, some of these other ones are Entertainer, Entrepreneur, Sailor, Outcast. Like, and they each have like a little description after them. So, essentially, at some point, this guy lived on the street, and that's why he was forgotten? Oh, uh, yeah. Is that... You're just, you oh. just look like a beggar. Like, there's not... You know, you just blend in. To, to, you're part of New York City. No one gives a shit that you're there. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, horrifying in that, like, that's a real thing. Yeah, I think that's the one of the most horrifying things is like that. That happens to people every fucking day. Yeah. Um, cool. But there's also, also, I also want. This is more of a discussion, I think, and maybe we can come back to this. But there are two features you can choose from that make your character a little more unique in role playing settings within the okay. forgotten background. One of them is called Ring a Bell. You're able to try and convince someone that they knew you. You could say that you were famous all you want, and they'd believe it a lot easier due to your persuasive nature. Who knows? If you find the right person, they might think you're their best friend. Oh, so you can convince you can convince someone like, hey, you know, like we sat ne- next to each other in like Mr. Brody's science class, and uh, you know, like in fifth grade. Why did you go with a real teacher? You had because <laughs> it popped right into my head, and I don't know why. <laughs> I had no relationship with that teacher either. I don't know why yeah, his he, name jumped right into my head. Is it because he was one of the most forgettable teachers? <laughs> to be fair, that teacher Sorry. taught my the sex ed class. So he's like, I'm going to say two things right now. Penis, vagina, get your laughs out. And we all laughed because we were in sixth grade. That's how we started the sex ed laugh. class. I still laugh. Um, <laughs> so there's okay, another one. The, yeah, so. Okay, DJ Khaled, go ahead. Another one. We the best. This one's called, uh, who? You're able to make people forget about you. You've had a lot of practice over the years. You can make yourself a fake alias and pretty much be a completely different person without repercussion when caught. However, keeping up a web of of lies is difficult. Mm, Well, see, so the one thing I will say that I'm just realizing with Pitiful Soul is I don't know if we should do that one because I think that's kind of cliche. Everyone at home that follows Critical Role will understand because, like, it's kind of cliche to have someone that was homeless at some point because one of the characters in there, that was one of the things is they try and hide on the streets. So, I don't know. So, you're telling me that you don't believe (laughs) that due to Critical Role, more people have probably made warlocks with patrons that they want to separate from. Is that not something that's probably increased? No, no. What I'm saying is that was a thing before it was on Critical Role, and it's not like it's always done. I'm just saying that, like, that is a relationship. It is one of the ways you can play it. Which was made popular by Critical Role. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm just I I don't think because someone else has done it means we should immediately write it off as an option. I'm not writing it off. I'm just saying I hope it doesn't play out that way. I'd rather this character be evil and be like, I love you, patron. Let's let's cause chaos. Chaos. The city looks so pretty. Do you want to wait? No, the city looks so pretty. Do you want to burn it with yeah. me? Is that the relationship we're going yeah. for here? Okay. Okay. Cool. So that, that's Hollywood Undead. Right? Yeah, that's Hollywood Undead. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> the follow-up boy has one too. Goes, uh, I'd burn this city just to. Fuck. There's another. Anyways, carrying on. I'll remember it later, and I'll and I'll say it at some point to the point where follow-up boy will then eventually send us a cease and assist. Um, <laughs> what's next? What are we rolling next? Um, we haven't rolled anything. Do you want to make a decision on these two features or wait till later? I think the uh who makes more sense with the pitiful soul. Cool. Let's do uh who. Because that's like the one chew. where. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it'd be easier with pitiful soul. Like you were a beggar lying on the streets asking for help, blah, blah. And the thing, too, is like, again, we don't have to focus so much on like a homeless aspect of that. I think that can also be like you're a con man. Yeah. Right. You can be the kind of person that like. Yeah, and and I mean, I know you said like you have the motivation of not wanting to be forgot again, but I mean, I guess the whole time I've been looking at this until now, is this forgotten thing is a negative, but what if it's a positive? What if he loves the fact that he is able to just not be remembered and get away? Like, and eventually maybe like, and that's where it's like we can play with the motivation still being a part of it. Maybe he's changed now, right? And is and wants to not be so easily forgotten and it's him trying to break that nature in some way well maybe it's just yeah so i agree that's interesting and my last rebuttal before we start rolling on personality traits and stuff is maybe um he his driving force to just like keep pushing on is that he wants to leave a legacy behind and never be forgotten so legacy but but what but (laughs) his skill or his or her skill right now is that they can be forgotten and they recognize that. So they use that to their advantage while they're going towards their overall goal of doing something so catastrophic or crazy or monumentous that they'll never be forgotten again. Grandiose. I like the word grandiose. 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 Yeah. Maybe that's his name, Grandy. Or their name. Also, like, we're going to throw around pronouns here that are, like, all over the place. So, like, I think it's fine. Even even if we decide to make this character female and you want to make them male... Please feel free to do that with any of our characters. Yeah, like the things we we put out there, like are interchangeable. I don't think th- there's very few characters we've made where they need to stay whatever gender and use whatever pronouns we've put on them. It's inner, it's fluid as fuck. Go ahead yeah. and do whatever you want with all of those for sure. So absolutely agree. Um, so let's roll on these personality traits and stuff like that. Okay, you rolled last. It's my turn to roll. Okay, D eight. I'm rolling. D eight. Rolling on personality trait. Dropping lady. <laughs> Um, I got a two. So two personality trait is I appreciate the quiet of being forgotten about. It's really serene. <laughs> okay. Of being forgotten about? Meaning like people... Okay, wait. I appreciate the quiet of being forgotten about. It's really serene. Okay. So he... So <laughs> it's kind of contradicting that, that the motivation... But again, I, I think that could play to personality traits and people's personalities change all the time so like if this is what they're coming in with maybe the motivation is again something that they uncover right that doesn't have to be their motivation here right away it could be something that they grow into later is that they want to be remembered and again maybe they themselves as whatever their name is don't want to be remembered but what they do what the actions like because right because the motivation you brought and how you wrote it is just to never be forgotten again 
doesn't necessarily mean i mean like look at like there's the whole idea of shakespeare right where some people believe that he wasn't an individual person that like it was just a bunch of different people writing under a pseudonym uh-huh. i don't know if that's actually true there's no way to actually like i don't know if it's been proven i've never heard that another. before oh well yeah but like it could be something <laughs> like that where it's like this idea of like they want to be part of something that influences so much yeah so, definitely yeah. but cool so they like the serene of being forgotten and I mean, I also right, think that uh, maybe this might be a stretch, but maybe part of these things that end up being contradictory are the like body of the person's pers- characteristics. Whereas we also have some bleeding in of the old gods' characteristics. So maybe like the person, if this makes any sense, the person at their core likes being forgotten likes the quiet but then the influence of the patron and the great old ones like no you don't this is terrible remember like the one time you hadn't eaten for like three weeks and it's like oh yeah you're right like this does kind of suck but like I, it's kind of a stretch but you get what i'm saying trying to get at I, yeah it's 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 that constant pull right yeah. and like again it, it could be i always think it's interesting within characters to have a representation of black and white good and evil two sides of a coin and so like our representation of that could be their their pull for attention right and like maybe they're shy about it and like but then there's a new thing inside them that's wanting that. and so like that could be that pull right to them the peace and quiet could be the representation of good and or of the light or something on this side where they're just kind of back a part of the shadows and then the the negative evil part of it is this like no you need to be in the spotlight you need to be doing things you need to be like so yeah so it could be the representation of that okay so cool Next up's the ideal. There's six of them. D6. I rolled a five again. Um, acceptance. If everyone else forgot about me, I might as well too. <laughs> Damn. That's dark as fuck. Dude, I'm getting depressed even before we got this character fully fleshed out. But this is where oh. the patron comes in and treats them and just essentially gaslights the fuck out of them. <laughs> if we need to cut that. We should decide no, that now. No, no, I think that's fine. <laughs> I love it because I'm imagining a pamphlet like, Hi, I'm Thera's Dune. Come here, I'll gaslight the fuck out of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like how you almost immediately regret it saying that. Um, okay, let's just keep rolling. Let's just power through because we're throwing around a lot of stuff. I feel like we're diving before we're ready. We got all of our scuba gear on. Okay. Um, Okay, so what's the next one? Is Bond? Yes, yeah? another D6. Okay, I'm dropping my D6. Oh, I rolled a four, which is, I used to frequent bars and was considered a regular in lots of them. I went into one today, and the bartender thought I was new. Was this the CD Tavern? Oh. Was that bartender Barry? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, ooh, essentially, what if we just decided right now to make your warlock be Norm from Cheers. And we're going on what happened after Cheers ended, and Norm's like, no one here knows my name anymore! <laughs> or something. I don't, know. I don't know what Norm sounds like. I'm just <laughs> um, But yeah, okay. Alright, we got one more. We got, we got Flaw. Oh, I love rolling oh, the Flaw. Wait, my voice? <coughs> I don't know what happened to my throat there. I apologize. <laughs> it's like your internet broke out in your throat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like my I'm forgetting what my voice is. Gotta hate Dude, you. Stop doing, doing that. No, no more. We're gonna get to this end. We're gonna get to this end of this episode and forget that we even recorded one. You're gonna because you never upload on time. Haha, <laughs> zinger. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I rolled a two in the flaw. 
I get over emotional a lot. <laughs> I cry a little more each time I hear somebody go, uh, who are you? That's literally his feature. Uh, who? <laughs> uh, this character is going to be hard. Should we delete this episode and start over? Nope. This is, we knew this signing up at the very beginning of when we are going to make a podcast. Some of these characters were going to be, we fucking, we made a feral child. All right. At one point we can do this. I believe in us okay. just because this is, and we also then made a, a guy that was literally fucking a blood doll for his parents that sucked the life out of him slowly over time. We can, we can make this, this guy work as yeah. person. Also, I do want to point out that we did not roll on the a uh, who feature. We chose that. So I would not be opposed to backing out of that and choosing the ring a bell because we're not ruining the randomization of our episodes. Sure. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, we can we can change. We can do whatever we want. We make up the own rules. But I'm just saying, like, do you think the ring a bell feature makes this? If it works better that way at some point, we can switch it. Fine. But I'm just feeling like the a uh, who aligns more and gives us less of a contradiction. But they cry every time someone says it. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that the features you have in your D&D character, you just go around saying out loud or people do it. Like, to you. It's not, we're, not, we're, not the suic- we're not a suicide squad. We're going to be like, what are we, some kind of suicide squad? We're the bad like, guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm so but poorly written. Say, I'm really excited for The Suicide Squad. Looks really good. <laughs> should go see it when it comes out next year. It's never coming out. We're not making it that far. <laughs> Wow, wow. That's why that's why this character is depressing. It's because we're coming at it with that type of energy. You're forgetting about a movie before it comes out. Everything's going to be forgetting also in this episode. No, I'm ready. Okay, so let's let's we we need to take this piece by piece, okay? So no. This is it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. Ooh. As they say. Sure. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Exactly. Right? So, no. okay. So you're forgettable. People no. have forgotten Wait. you. What? Are we recapping? I'm recapping for myself, so I can try okay. to figure out w- where I want to attack this from. My my only thing is, do we want to attack before we start rolling stats? I think if we roll the stats, that could also at least give it like that's the last thing, right? That's the last thing we got to really like roll and like okay. figure out, and then like I'd rather have all the pieces before we start trying to build the puzzle. Cool, fine. Um, stats. This is fire sale. This shit. I'm gonna fire sale's the wrong. You rolled last. Sorry. I'm keeping this roll, though. What'd you get? not good. Are we getting rid of the highest okay, cool. or the lowest? It's your character. What's normal, the lowest? Lowest is normal. We're getting rid of the lowest, then. I rolled a six. That's good. A one. That's, ooh, that's a okay. one. Ooh. And a one. So you got eight got strength. eight strength. Man, oh, dude. Dude, you asked me, are we getting rid of the low or the high? Like, you're going to fucking make a character with a strength of three. Yeah. <laughs> I like oh, keeping it traditional. Okay. Get rid of the highs. Hard. Okay. Okay. So I'm rolling decks. Strength for Warlock is not important, though. That's correct. Especially since this person cries a bunch. Which, I don't know. That doesn't relate at all. I don't know why I did that. I apologize. <laughs> um, oh, that's cocked. I'm going to re-roll that die. Okay. Also, not great. Uh, I rolled a 4, a 4, a 3, and a 1. So that's, what, 11? So it's not awful, I guess. It's not awful. I roll con. Let me pick up my die. As long as you don't retcon. Um, so I rolled very similarly, except make one of the ones another six. So I rolled a six, a six, Ooh. a one, and a one. Okay. So 13. So 13. 13 con. Not not awful. Not awful. I'm going to roll intelligence. 
I rolled a five, a four, a three, and a four. So that's not, uh, eight plus five is 13. Sure. Another 13. Wisdom. Yep. Thir- this one matters. No, charisma matters. No, that's fair. Wisdom is a four, two, two, one. Ooh. So eight, eight. again? Wow. Not very wise. Okay, charisma. So this is the big one. This is the no whammy. Yeah. This needs to be decent to be playable. Oh, okay. We're good. I rolled a six, a five, a three, and a one. Nice. So that's 11 plus three. That's 14. Good. Good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So these 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 aren't too, too broad. This is actually kind of close to like overall point by system. Um, all right. So I also see here that you have race question mark for the, the rolling section. Do you want that to be also, randomized? Do you want I also put it in the third right. section because I don't know. Okay. Well, okay, so lo- looking at this right now, let's let's maybe then now go back and recap. Look where we're at. See what it feels like we're missing. If you want to randomize the race because, like, you think that might help us inform the backstory, we can do that. Or if there's something that jumps out to you race-wise with what we feel we already have, we can just select it. Okay. 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 So, this character has the forgotten background. Easily forgettable. Nothing too special about them. Uh, class of warlock their patron is the great old one of thera's dune their motivation is to never be forgotten again which is something i just made up so now we're diving into the background of forgotten which is where things get a little hairy they have a forgettable their forgettable nature is that they're a pitiful soul so they were once a beggar lying on the streets asking for help people don't seem to care after a while so they block you from their memory There's also another feature that's called uh, Who. You're able to make people forget about you. You've had a lot of practice over the years. However, keeping up a web of lies is difficult. Personality trait. I appreciate the quiet of being forgotten about. It's really serene. Ideal is acceptance. If anyone else forgot about me, I might as well too, which comes with an any alignment. Bond. I used to frequent bars and was considered a regular in lots of them. I went into one today, and the bartender thought I was new. Flaw? I get over-emotional a lot. I cry a little more each time I hear somebody go, Uh, who are you? The strength is 8. Dex, 11. Con is 13. Intelligence, 13. Wisdom, 8. Charisma, 14. So which contradiction do we want to tackle first? Um... So when you were reading that, it it almost kind of again felt like there's like like different like uh, uh, moments or parts of this person's life where this changes, where like they're constantly flipping back and forth, um, to the point where I think the pitiful soul thing I think is not who they currently are. I think it's who they were a long time ago, and it is part of what influences so much of their everyday decisions now. I don't think they currently are a beggar anymore. Maybe like they were a kid born on the street, right? Maybe their parents were that and that's where they come from. And so it's like, it's so innate to who they are that like they are no longer that, but it is now something that they can't forget. It is always a part of them. And it's probably, we can decide if, if if they're fine with that, if it's a point of shame, if it's something they try and hide or, or how it affects them. But at least that's, that was my initial reaction is that like, that feels like something that is far off and everything else is just kind of built from there. Okay. Like that is the base. 
Um, what are your thoughts about that? I mean, I agree with that. Um, it even says in there you were once a beggar. It doesn't say anything about sure. being that now. currently. Um, yeah. So I, I agree that a lot of the contradictions here are just things that are ingrained in this character's DNA that they're trying to break out of. Well, and that's where it's like, I think... I, I don't know if we necessarily need to say they're trying to break out of it. Like, we can. We can. That's fine if we want to do, do that. But I'm just even just saying, like, it could just be something where it's like, yeah, this is, like, who I am. I'm not crazy about it. But they're not actively trying to move away from it, right? They use it They use it now. Kind of like the uh, – you haven't really watched Game of Thrones. But the whole idea of, like, there's a conversation in the very first episode between Tyrion and Jon Snow where Tyrion talks to Jon Snow about being a bastard. Mm-hmm. And he says – Take your what they use to make fun of you and make it part of your armor. Make it what makes you strong instead of what makes you weak, and no one will be able to hurt you. Yeah. So, like, that same kind of mentality, again, of, like, sure, yeah, people probably, like, would make fun of me that I'm just very forgettable and no one really knows who I am and I come from nothing. But instead of that being something I hate about myself, I will allow that to be my own strength. I will use that to my advantage. I will go out and I will change the world in a way because of this instead of letting this change me. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's that. That I think those are two sides to it. I, I, I'd be fine with either. I was just trying to give a counterpoint to. Yeah, no, and I totally understand, and I also agree. Um, and I've seen the first season of Game of Thrones. There's nothing. Oh. Uh, first season and the very last episode. I'm just okay. Well, I just assumed anything that was good you haven't consumed. Lol. Do you think Game of Thrones is still good despite how it ended? Would you would you recommend someone dedicate that much time to something knowing it ends like a dumpster fire? Yeah. I wouldn't. I I would watch Game of Thrones again. I think Game of Thrones is a good show. I disagree. <laughs> That's because you're you're a very much destination guy and not about the journey guy. Yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Where I end up sucks. Why'd I even bother? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I, pissed I, if, so, if I didn't know Game of Thrones at all, and someone was like, "Hey, dedicate how many seven seasons of a show?" I don't know. It, I think it's I think it's like five seasons and then two epilogues. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, "You made me invest sure. my emotional and my emotional investment and my time investment to the show, knowing it was going to end how it did. Why'd you do that to me? We, we, we you must not like me." <laughs> <laughs> I was friends with someone, and then they recommended I watch Game of Thrones, and I've never talked to them yeah. again since. Or Dexter. That's another <laughs> show that ends terribly. But see, the thing about each of those shows is you can stop watching them at any point. You don't have to finish it and get all the way through. Like, there's good parts in it. There's good arcs. There's good characters. There's good, like, Dexter, I watched the first three seasons. Loved it. Think it's good. I just stopped then because people were like, it gets bad. Okay. <laughs> How can you do that? Easy. I just go watch something else. <laughs> There's plenty of other good content out Whatever. there. <laughs> um, but anyways, with this character, I think we have some options with how they feel about that. But I, I think we're both hitting on their that struggle is, is a big part of this character. Yeah. Um, cool. So what do you want to try and focus on next then? Um, okay. So I guess – we seem to figure out I think we seem to figure out where this character is emotionally. I think mm-hmm. maybe we need to spend a lot of I don't want to say a lot, but a decent amount of energy figuring out what the overall goal of the great old one is. Cause I think that's what's gonna influence and and counteract a lot of these contradictions. Well, so 
with my okay, so we we can do that. But as a counterpoint and argument to kind of answer it, but maybe in a not as direct answerable way as what you're imagining. My experience with Great Old One as a patron is usually this kind of like Id Barork had Great Old One as a patron, and the usually how I've played those again we don't have to it's kind of that the great old one is this big old kind of thing that isn't even aware that you exist and that in itself is like the relationship of like okay yeah sure you somehow got caught up in worshiping me or in some way shape or form you now get access to my shit but i don't whatever you're so small and minuscule to me it's not okay that's not how i want to play this god Okay. I want this guy to cool. have deliberately chosen our character for a greater goal. Cool. Cool. Then let's figure it out. Um, so with Thera's Dune, they, they themselves, our character doesn't have to be, but they themselves are evil. Yeah. <laughs> want to destroy things. Um, right? They say, uh, ba, 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 destruction, considered neutral evil, encountered Thera's Dune. So no one's seen him in almost a millennium. Yeah. So why... How do we think they came to them in a dream? Do we think this person found a book? Do we think this person found some old like when they were just out in the world on some kind of like um um spirit quest or whatever to find like inner peace with themselves? They came across this old ruins in some kind of like cave out in the under dark area that they ended up wandering that they found um maybe something that worshipped him um or there I mean like that's that's where it's like there's as far as how they bump pass or cross pass could be whatever that's what i'm saying if we want to go into the race that can also play into this right because you can be a Durgar, right you can be from underground and so while he was down there or whatever and thrown out of that like city or he went out to find stuff it was already in the underdark so that's where it came across it or if you want to say they were an elf and they're from the feywild and all of these things like if we want to keep that open enough now here with how that interaction happens we can pull from some of those race-specific things that are a little bit not so like, oh, he's a human, so he's from a human civilization, so I went to a library. Like, I don't, I don't know. I like the idea. I like the idea that we tie the tie this ideal into um, forgetting about themselves. So I might as well too. Maybe they went to go, you know, like a like a like an old dog goes behind a tree to die. To die. Mm-hmm. This person went into a cave to die, mm-hmm. and bumped into some ruins or something. Do you want to make Paul Dano from Swiss Army Man? Now that you say that, kind of. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh my god. T- yes. Tell me, tell me what doesn't line up. The answer up. to that question now is yes. <laughs> oh, I got back to being... So, so like, I'm very... For those who don't, haven't maybe connected this about me yet, I can lose interest in things kind of quick. And when I saw <laughs> all the contradictions in this character my heart sank a little bit and it kind of became unfun for me. I'm invested again. <laughs> He's back. This is Paul Dano <laughs> from Swiss army, man. <laughs> oh my God. A lot of this. Is. So is the patron Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Wait, does he just have a dead body he carries around them that there is doing communicates? To I him hope through? so. Can we do that? Yeah, Let's fucking we do can that. do that. <laughs> but it's just animated enough that your party's not sure if it's actually dead. They think it's just a per- a weird, socially awkward person. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I've, you know, God, I'm so happy this happened organically, and I didn't have to do it naturally. <laughs> like I didn't have to force it. Okay, okay, cool. So, what what do we think? 
So he goes to essentially not maybe maybe not kill himself, but essentially just go rot away yep. in 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 some isolated place. And whilst doing that on death's door, Thera's Dune appears in some way, shape, or form through this d- dead, undead, don't know avatar yes. like like form that he now carries around with him. And maybe maybe he's even like in a bag, so it's like you don't have to worry about like actually carrying him. It's just like. Like, um, you've seen Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, right? No, Hellboy no, sucks. Maybe. <laughs> I love how you have to derail all of the fun we're having with your bullshit opinions. <laughs> Anyways, there's a part when they bring a body back to life, like, with some magic. They rip off his arms and legs and just tie him to Hellboy's back, and he guides him through this fucking whatever. But, like, so there's different ways we can look at that are fun within the realm of D&D, that they have this avatar. So it doesn't have to be like something that's like walking along. Because the thing I don't want to do is have like, oh yeah, you have a second character you can also yeah. play, right? It's not it's not that. This is the way this great old one communicates with you. It's your motivation. It's what gives you meaning in life now is this relationship with this avatar. Like I think even what we can say is our character doesn't know it's a, a, a god. Doesn't know that it is Thera's doing yeah. it. They just think it's a friend. Yep. It's the first person that hasn't forgotten them. Yeah. And they're trying to help them remember themselves. <laughs> God. So for those who don't know, the reason why I'm so excited is I mean, there's two facts about me that tie into this episode. One, if the production, if the movie production company A24 makes a movie, I'm going to watch it on that fact alone. Second, the movie <laughs> that they made, Swiss Army Man, I have put in a, one of my top five all time of my entire life favorite movies. Yeah. He 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 currently has toilet paper designed with uh, the the poster of Swiss Army Man yeah. right above his face. Yeah, <laughs> that is how invested he is into it. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, so this person cool. So then let's figure out let's, let's figure out like their. I think if we figure out their race, what they are, both of them, because they don't have to be the same thing. They don't Correct. have to both be yeah. whatever. Like we can we can have some fun with this. Um, and what I would even say is maybe. Let's see. Maybe the the race of the Daniel Radcliffe character in this relationship is a more obscure, exotic like thing. Just so you can have some fun. Maybe it's a Kenku. <gasps> Maybe. It's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it just mimics shit. It could be a Kenku. <laughs> I'm also down for it being a race that's not typically accepted, like a kobold or a goblin. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It could be like a little like feeble like thing of some sort yeah. that is usually seen as a pest. Mm-hmm. Um. And 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 most most campaigns um i'm trying to find uh, where's our useful links because i want to pull up the different races that we could we can start looking into is there any that you're feeling so 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 far for our character what we what we know is they were forgotten their parents kind of raised them on the streets in some way shape or form so this is so innate in who they are they don't know how to be any different and how to not be forgettable they decide at one point to go off into obscurity and and die and then at that moment they're introduced to daniel radcliffe um and they then now come back so that that can kind of apply to any any one kind of race do we just want to roll on it then and just randomize it just so we have it and can start using pulling things from that Stere- like not stereotypical but like usual parts of a race yeah i i'm down with just rolling on it okay so then do you, you want it to be something that is usually more specific to D or something that is a little bit more exotic so i want the i want the main character to be a more um specific D race 
Okay, so one of the like usual, like nothing too crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Then I am just trying to. That is not the one I want. Aren't there twelve of them or something like that? Twelve typical races. There's there's usually twelve. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why we don't have this freaking link saved. We need to get more organized, man. If only there was like some way for people to support us so that we had more time to put into organizing all of this stuff. We need to find our Daniel Radcliffe. That's. <laughs> I can't wait. To, I can't wait to meet Daniel Radcliffe one day. Oh, you're just that. That's just a statement. Yeah. It's not a. Oh, okay. Wow. Good for you. Congrats. I didn't realize you had. Already decided you were going to meet Daniel Radcliffe one day. Okay, I hope so. I'm proud of you. Out of all the celebrities <laughs> that I would like to meet, I would like to meet him so that I can surprise him by saying, "Dude, I loved you in Let That Pause Hang, Swiss Army Man." I don't give a <laughs> fuck about Harry Potter at this point. I loved you in Swiss Army Man. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm sure he gets you know people. I doubt say, it. I love the I love the fact that he's a Detroit Lions fan. That's what I. Love oh, really? No, oh. good for him. <laughs> in his heart, in his soul. Um, Okay, so I found what I was looking for. We stalled long enough. Good work, team. Um, so the common races, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's currently nine here, um, but I can add in. I'll, I'll have you roll. So I'm going to add in. Let me look at these. Because they also have under exotic races is Goliath. Or monster race is uh, uh, like Tortle. Technically, is an exotic race, too. I won't add in Tortle, but like. I'm gonna I'm gonna add in Goliath okay. as number ten. So you can roll a D ten. Okay. And based on that, I'll give you coming up. That's Cox rolling again. Seven. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Halfling. <laughs> That's sad. A little forgettable <laughs> halfling went to go die in a cave. Sounds yep. like a, sounds like one of those nursery rhymes. A little old, <laughs> a does. little forgettable halfling went to go die in a cave. Then he met Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> um dude dude what does he cast all of his warlock magic through daniel Rathen? absolutely <laughs> so he's eldritch blasting with this undead body yeah. thing. <laughs> oh the flavor text of this is amazing yeah <laughs> okay okay so we have so he's a halfling cool so they just as a reminder to anyone that doesn't know they're usually like hobbit like figures um they're small they come from really usually tight-knit communities they're a little isolated they're usually good alignment so what we can play here again with is this person being completely naive to this evil influence that is daniel radcliffe and this undead like thing right yeah exactly i mean it doesn't go Okay, cool. Um, no, it's definitely so. so I it, I definitely think this halfling's naive to the dead person he's carrying or they are carrying around, and it's just gonna be like at the end of the movie when he's holding him and he's like, "We did, we built this, we did this." <laughs> as the city burns yeah. as they walk away from it. <laughs> <laughs> because I love what you could play with here as this person is anything you as this halfling character does. It's good. I'm a good person. I do good things and all that. But but this guy, <laughs> this this fucking Daniel Radcliffe looking motherfucker over here, evil as shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he he constantly is trying to just burn the world. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh damn. Um. Okay. Okay. Um. So to add for halfling, you get a plus two to Dex, which I think makes his Dex super, super good. Right. Makes it thirteen. Like I said, what are the three? What fun. are the three? Um. 
sub races. Sub sub races. It's so Lightfoot, is... Stout, and something else. There's a few here. There's actually, um, at least in what I'm looking at, there's Lightfoot, Stout, there's Ghostwise, and Loutston, uh, um, which essentially there's different things that each can give you. Lightfoot uh, essentially makes you naturally stealthy. Yep. Stout gives you a little bit more resilience. Um, Ghostwise, I haven't, this one must be from something new, um, but it says silent speech. You can speak telepathically with any creature in 30 feet of you. That's the one. <laughs> Your dead body's the creature. As long as you both can share a language, you share whatever language. Theris Dune has taught you his language that's long forgotten, and you can speak telepathically with your Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> I also love that we're now just referring to this thing as the Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> um, all right, cool. The whistle cool, wisdom cool. goes up by one with that. Yep, yep. This, Which I mean, his wisdom wasn't great. Yeah, it makes right? it so nine. Okay. Um, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> is there anything else with that one? Nope. Silent speech, wisdom goes up by one. Cool. Uh, speed, brave, nimble, languages, fine, 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 fine. Uh, I love this part. Alignment. Most halflings are lawful good as a rule. Uh, they are good-hearted and kind. Hate to see others in pain and have no tolerance for oppression. <laughs> they're they're also very orderly and traditional, <laughs> leaning heavily on their support of their communities and comfort uh, of the old ways. Which again would make so much sense if this, for some reason, this person became like. What do we think made them the outcast? Why from this halfling community? Like, is it just that's what what their family was, and like so they've always just kind of been like the 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 town fool or whatever type thing, and it's like they just kind of hated that and so they just kind of like in an emo like teenage rebellion state just went out into the wilderness and was like i'm done i don't want to be i'm tired of being the joke of this town and then that's when they they kind of left yeah um maybe their family just had like no legacy in this town legacy <laughs> what is a shut legacy? the fuck up <laughs> maybe <laughs> So I'm just saying, maybe this this family wasn't well respected. They didn't have like the best yeah. job. Maybe they're they have sure. a lineage of awkwardness or whatever. So it just finally came to a head, and they're just like, yeah, I can't. I don't. I'm not accepted here. So why should I be here? Yeah. And so the reason I ask this is because this can tie into his parents and family can still exist in that town. Yeah. They can still be there. They can still be very forgettable people that exist there. And he never wants to go back. Yeah. He never wants to like, and maybe, and maybe that's like even the pull of this God is he senses the hatred of this town from this halfling. And he's like, Ooh, we can burn that city. Yeah. <laughs> we can, like he's trying to build his trust and grow him as a person to eventually drive him back to that city and just essentially ignite the kindling that is the tinderbox of, of his hatred evil. towards that city. Yeah, and just let it just burn that whole fucking city down. <laughs> I mean, we made the joke of the city looks so pretty, do you want to burn it with me? Yeah. <laughs> that, but that's DM, what if you to. say that line as Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> kudos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I would be like, yes, Daniel, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just light up your hands. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. like like oh hey look little jimmy's back oh god <laughs> what's that corpse running next to him <laughs> um okay so then for daniel for for daniel radcliffe what what do we want to say they are so if they're kind of small like is it a kelvin and hobbs-esque scenario here i kind of imagine daniel radcliffe being a smaller creature so whether i know okay. I, I know i threw out goblin and, and kobold right out of the gate that's just because mm-hmm. that those are only two small creatures that will they instantly come to my mind. 
if we can find sure. other options, I'm totally down for Let's that as well. See. So when looking at other monster races, goblin, grung, uh, hobgoblin, those are usually bigger. Lizard folk, minotaur, all these are big. Furbolgs are huge. I mean, it could, again, be a Kenku. Kenkus aren't huge. Um, Dude, I kind of also... like it. Ooh, okay, hold on. So I kind of like it yeah. being, oh, no, Ken. I was going to say, what? I'll finish my thought. I kind of like it being sure. a Kenku because maybe then the bird could like perch on his shoulder and it'd be more inconspicuous. But Kenkus are normal pig people size. Well, yeah. So, what, but what I was also going to say is it doesn't have to be another humanoid race. We can go with it being something that isn't necessarily a playable character because, again, I, I, I don't think as the player, if I'm bringing this to my DM, it's not like, oh, I want to do shit through this person. They are simply there just as flavor text as the way you role play in scenarios with things. So, like, if you want it to be a fucking bat or a bird or this exotic like thing that just talks to him. Like the way we're referring to it as Daniel Radcliffe is more in just the, the plot device of it. Right. And the, like how, how it it is, it is, it is is his motivation to now make something of himself. So we, we could have it be a smaller Kenku like looking bird when we can, we can make it up. We can have it be whatever, but like, let's see, what is even some, I mean, there's like will o wisps, you know, like there are technically like glowing little floating orb like things okay. that kind of go around. So, are you? I mean, do you want me to look up some smaller monster monster like creatures that aren't necessarily playable races? Um. So I like. So I'm torn. I like the idea of playable races because I think that adds more humor into just like the at the table and yeah. into the game. There's more opportunities for humor there. But for the yeah. purposes of making it kind of easier to role play and be more inconspicuous within your group, the smaller like creatures like a bird or a will-o'-wisp or something sounds more appealing. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not opposed to... I mean, I think your original idea of a gobold or goblin is not a bad idea. Gobold. Because he... A gobold. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I don't think that's a bad idea because he would defend this thing, right? This thing that other people would see as a vermin, he would identify with. Yeah. Right? And so, like, and also, again, I think it plays with that kind of idea of people's perceptions in a D&D world. They're going to see a goblin and be, like, not horrified. They're, like, it's just kind of like, ugh, gross. Like, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that this weird little animated goblin thing is actually an avatar for fucking Theristu. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I mean, because the thing... Yeah, so I'm not a. And the other thing too is we could go with like a, a gnome. He could be a gnome. It could be. <laughs> I like gnomes um, too because they're so they're they're, at least the way I've played every gnome I've played, they're so they're like I play gnomes like half jovial. They're just so yeah. like happy. Very jo- like jovial. Yeah, yeah. Things. yeah. Um, the the other thing I would suggest is like, we could go with some kind of like fairy of some sort or like pixie like little thing that just comes and goes, kind of like a, a Peter Pan Tinkerbell esque scenario um if, if you wanted as well and this is where it's like again maybe we just leave this out up to you whoever ends up picking this character right like whatever your dm will allow you to kind of use in this way the important thing again is just the plot device of it and that when they were at their lowest point and ready to die whatever this thing was came to them it is the representation of Thera's dune they don't know that it gives them magic, therefore giving them purpose in a way to cast things, whether you want to do it through this thing as a corpse that he does kind of drag around or hold, or as something that walks besides him and is able to influence him in some kind of way. Um, 
yeah what do you so what do you think because i'm so excited about this i really i want to make a choice so i'm trying to pretend that okay. i'm going to play this character like next week <laughs> okay so then what what do you want it to be a, uh i mean because you could even just do it's another halfling dude you could you could do it just like it's, it's a, a a a halfling that I, I mean we can go full swiss army man and it looks kind of undead it looks kind of like to the point where people are like concerned about it, which again would play to this feature of our main character. No one notices him. They notice the fucking undead thing <laughs> that like is kind of venturing around with him. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's what, it's what finally makes him interesting. <laughs> it's not even himself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if, you, if you're looking at playing it, what I would suggest and push you towards is I like the idea of it being a humanoid like thing. The more I was thinking about it being, like a pixie or yeah. a smaller other like bird thing. It it it, it kind of takes some of the like fun RP RPing moments away. Um also I I would just lean into the Swiss Army manness of this. Like he uses Daniel Radcliffe's body for so many different things in that movie. Yeah. Do it to the point where he maybe has to carry this guy around and that's how he casts Eldritch Blast. That's how he casts whatever other warlock spells you just had to go Zero. with. Is through <laughs> is through this corpse of like a person so, or whatever so i've decided it's another halfling because then maybe you could be okay. like oh that's my brother oh that's my cousin he's kind of weird like you can defer to like a uh, a family relationship mm-hmm. and rp moments when people are like what the hell is that and i think it's yeah. i think uh this daniel radcliffe character should um be a little paler and definitely yeah. the smallest version of a halfling so whatever like a minimum oh, yeah. sized halfling is is what this yeah and yeah, yeah. his name's daniel from here on out so <laughs> i love it um okay cool so it's another halfling that he he kind of ventures around with again not not giving like you, you I, I don't think you guys i think again depending how you want to do it with your dm maybe the dm plays that character but i don't think the character ever really talks i agree i think to ever i think to everyone else that character is just weirdly there in a way of like i would even almost maybe argue other people can't really see him it's just if they really look close or if they're really trying to like, he, he's just kind of around in a like, because again, that's the whole thing with Swiss army man is this whole question of what is reality yeah. uh, in, in, in that, in that movie. So like, that'd be fun to play with in this because again, as a DM, that plot hook of being able to say later, Oh yeah, no, this thing is now a big bad. There you go. Yep. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> um, or it's like, yeah, you're kind of going crazy and like, you don't really know what's real anymore. Maybe he disappears and he's just gone and you, and you're like, wait, where did he go? Whereas why, why can't I find him anymore? Like he was right here. I swear he's real. He's a thing. And, and like that fear of, wait, did I forget him? Was he never real? Am I being forgotten again? Like the, the existential crisis crises you could have as his character stress me out. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. So as a player, if you do decide to take this character, um, I feel like we're saying things we normally say at the end, but it's relevant. Um, yeah. That this Daniel your Daniel Radcliffe is not something that is going to do favors for you. You're not going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe goes over there and smashes a, a fucking shelf over to distract the bartender. Like, that's not the intent of this character. So Correct. it's not something you can utilize for to gain advantage on NPCs. It's simply flavor text. And if you've seen the movie, you'll totally get it. It's just a <laughs> way for you to add humor and and layers and depth to how you work as a warlock yep so yeah. oh i'm excited yeah okay so then um when looking at this is there anything we feel like we maybe haven't hit on uh i appreciate the quiet of being forgotten about see i i would 
how I would even maybe look at role playing this character is constantly diverting to your Daniel though. Right. Being like, Oh, well he wants this to drink and this and this, or, 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 well, this is what he's like. Cause again, he, he, and this is how we're dealing with this, the contradiction of he likes being forgotten. He likes the sereneness of it. He, he diverts all of his attention to this character that people are kind of off put by. And like, it's a representation of, it's like a weird, you're essentially in like a Charlie Coffin movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, I don't understand exactly what's going on here. What? Like, and it's just uncomfortable. I think it makes people uncomfortable because they forget him so easily. Um, so that's why he still appreciates the quiet and being able to be forgotten occasionally. Um, everyone else forgot about me. I might as well too. So that leaves his alignment to be, I think he, this guy might just be neutral. Like, like the closest to a true neutral, like character. Really? You don't want to make it like, neutral I mean, evil. A... <sighs> we could, we could do, uh, add in the evil aspect of it. But again, that's where it comes down to. Is he somebody that is going to just always do what he thinks is best for him? Cause I still think there's scenarios. If there's a small child drowning in a river, why would this character not go save them? True. True. There's nothing innately evil about about this this person. I think the warlock. I think his Daniel would be like, "Fuck him, let the kid die. You don't want to get your shit wet." But I think that's the fun of this character is he's not that. He is not that evil. He is not like somebody that is is willing to just steal from the yeah. whoever because he can. Yeah. Like so, what I want to say real quick is just because of how you briefly brought up Thera's Dune. I think that Thera's Dune has caused a major distraction for all the insecurities with this character so i think theris dune instead of saying to give your example there's a little there's a boy drowning in a river theris dune would not say why would you save them you don't want to get wet they would say why would you want to save them and potentially leave me behind Ooh, so i codependent yeah so i think that's the um that theris dune um I think that this character is going to put a lot of their insecurities into this Daniel slash Thera's Dune. And as a DM, that's what you're going to tug on to make the player do what you want. So, like, the player knows they don't want to be forgotten. They don't like the feeling. At their core, they don't like the feeling of being forgotten. So, therefore, Thera's Dune is always going to be like, if you leave me, if something happens to you, I'm going to be forgotten. And that's like, I can't let that happen. I have to help Thera's Dune or Daniel remember things i have to help him accomplish his goals and that's what's helping to distract me from my insecurities yeah which and then what i would say is again if we're looking at how to like the motivation of of this character again which you brought right to the idea of never be forgotten again that's one way of playing with it but also i think he doesn't want to forget himself and i think how he would in a in a sense of go the good route and grow as a, a person in his own strength he would realize that he he himself can make those changes. He doesn't need to be putting them off. He doesn't need to be ignoring the fact that he's been forgotten. He can go out and do it himself. Yeah. So like that would be the play of it. I don't think you need to fully flesh that out. But like if at some point you're wanting to like, oh, how does he improve and become better as a person? It's that he he has that realization and he eventually comes to this thing of oh, I don't need Daniel, right? Mm-hmm. I, I guess is, is what I would say. Um, but don't don't feel like you have to do that. There's still plenty of ways to keep this guy around and not necessarily be like you like you yourself an evil big bad character that is going to fuck up the whole party. Yeah. <laughs> He's essentially the devil on your shoulder. He's literally like <laughs> oh, yeah, and I lo- like the more and more talking about this, if I'm DMing this, I have control of Daniel. Oh, absolutely. I am Daniel. I like it's not something you as a character play. Um he is just like you said there to direct and puppet. Mm-hmm. Um 
the the other character. So that's that would be my argument. And again, I think you've come to kind of agree with why our character is not neutral evil. I think they they are pulled that way constantly by the neutral evil Thera's doing, but they struggle with yeah. it. They they constantly it's not exactly what I mean, there's plenty of people that do things they don't want to do for whatever reasons they have. And I think that's his constant struggle is that he I don't think he's lawful good by any no, means. No, no. I don't think he has like that kind of code to him. But I think that's why I think my argument was true neutral is because I think he just goes with whatever way the wind's fucking blowing. And like he he obviously wants to exist now, right? He has some kind of purpose to it, but it's not like a good existence or like he has like a purpose to spread cheer and joy to people or whatever i think he's still trying to figure a lot of shit out like when we find i think because i think when we find him it's right after he met daniel yeah. it's right after he now has his first friend essentially uh in in life i agree so um all right so we've talked a lot i don't think it's yeah. time to do a total um recap yet because mm-hmm. i have not done a lot of typing or solidifying the backstory for this character so here's okay. what we've got so far. This character went to, quote-unquote, be forgotten in a cave somewhere and stumbled across some is, runes. Wait, question. Is that is that our way of saying that Bilbo got on the boat to go to... Yeah. <laughs> off to wherever? I just listened Ravenswood? to that episode, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, keep going. So then Therizdun appears to him as another halfling oh. and convinces him to give them purpose or, you know, says like, hey... I was forgotten down here too. Like I don't remember where I'm from. Will you help me figure out where yeah. I need to be? Yeah, L- literally watch the. Be- you don't have to watch the whole fucking Swiss Army Man. Watch the first five minutes of it, and that's this interaction. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. yeah, that's how I'm picturing. But also watch all of Swiss Army Man. It's it's a good movie. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's as good as Nathan thinks it is, but it's good. It's a top five. Soundtrack soundtrack is top notch. The themes are top notch. Daniel Radcliffe couldn't have played a better dead person. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. Of all the people I've seen play dead people, he was the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Therizun appears to him as another halfling, convincing this character that um, they need help, I would say. I mean, I mean, and that's where it's like, I think, I don't, I don't think we need to get into, I mean, you leave that as it is, but I would say that's kind of up to the DM and how they want that relationship to fully play out, right? Yeah. Like, because I wouldn't be opposed if it shows up and it's like, oh, this person, very much like Daniel Radcliffe, has no physical no physical control of their body, so you literally need to move them. Also, I think it could work if it's the complete opposite, where it's like, no, they look like a living full person, and you just they they're interested in you. And so, like, whatever that dynamic is, I would leave up to the DM character relationship. You guys figure that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as a whole. For sure. Yeah. Um, so then, after you've discovered this character, that you're Daniel, how, um, <laughs> what else do I need I, to write down? Well, that's what I was going to say. Is I, think that's, I think that's where we meet our character. I think that is where this, this character's story begins um, as far as when he starts becoming playable. I think you need to now work backwards from this, of everything that happened before this. Essentially how he was, again, in that small halfling town, that's had right. a family that was like like the joke of this small town, and he, he felt like he didn't have a place where he fit, fit in. They lived essentially on the streets, and it was it was like looked down upon. He was never given any kind of respect. Yeah. And he, he felt... I isolated and, and shunned off and 
they're, they're, halflings do have a natural curious adventurous side to them where they want to go out and explore the world anyways so like it, it fits that he would just eventually just do it by himself maybe maybe there was another group of kids his age that oh what yeah we should go on an adventure we just found this ring let's go throw it in a volcano and he's like can i come and they're like no fuck off and then he's like oh okay i'll go on my own adventure then i'll go so this is the forgotten here. hobbit <laughs> oh the forgotten hobbit oh i like that <laughs> Like, we all know Frodo Baggins and his tale, but have you heard of Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Daniel Radcliffe is Frodo, right? So, I mean, that totally checks out. Yeah. So that's not right. You get the joke, though, right? You know the internet meme? No. That everyone gets them confused? People get Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood confused? No. To the point so where... stupid that I would never even... There, There is pictures Elijah Wood has signed... That or there are pictures of Elijah Wood that Daniel Radcliffe has signed because people thought that's who he was. People are stupid, <laughs> and, and he just wrote, "Thanks, but I'm Daniel." <laughs> like, and he's because both of them, I think, in interviews have said, "Yeah, we just don't correct people anymore." It's like it's <laughs> look nothing so. alike, nothing alike. All white people look the same, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. So whatever it was in the city, he feels despondent. He didn't get something from that. Um, and I think he now never wants to go back to that city, right? I think he doesn't – very much like how this relationship with Daniel Therizun, um is him making himself forget about how forgettable he is and it's like what he's focusing on. He doesn't want to go back to that city because of what it will bring back up in him yeah. because of that anger and that fear of, of – <laughs> not existing right if he's gonna not exist he'd rather not exist where there's nobody to not exist around yeah right so like that's why he left and everywhere else he goes sure he's still forgettable looking as a whole and just kind of blends in but at least it's not his home that's one thing to not have a place out, out in the world but to not have a place you belong at home yeah fuck for sure <laughs> for sure um so i feel like so I just want to do one more thing real quick. So I do feel like we're getting close to um, this character being pretty close to finished. But yeah, I, agree. I do. The backstory is good. We've got the backstory. We've got how he met Daniel. Um, we have his motivations going forward for the most part. But I still feel like I want to at least write down um, in our document that we work on how each of these characteristics come into play. So like... Okay. Because we've talked about it, but I want to write it down just for my own purposes. So, sure. so the personality traits. I appreciate the quiet of being forgotten about. It's really serene. Mm -hmm. You kind of had a solution to that as to how to play that trait with there is Daniel Thera's Dune. So, and what what did you say? Because I don't remember. Essentially, what I said is he talks through him. Okay. He is never drawing attention to himself. Anytime someone is paying attention to him, like he, he's the classic kind of like reserved shy person. Yeah. Right. Like there, I mean, I think we've, the introvert with this. the extrovert friend. Yes. Yeah. He is the introvert that sure would love to be attention, like be the center of attention, but like that, that's, oh my God, the anxiety of that. And so like, that's why he diverts it to Daniel's stairs. Dude. <laughs> I love it. So that's what we're calling him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel. Okay, so I wrote that down. That makes sense. That's perfect. And and the other thing I would also say is, 
I, I would think like maybe he meditates. Maybe he likes us being alone. He he still respects and appreciates his alone time, right? So like when it, within the group, I think he's quiet. I think he just kind of keeps to himself. And yes, the introvert of of the group is what I would say. Yeah, he's definitely de- definitely the introvert of the group. Then the next one is everyone else forgot about me. I might as well too. Yeah, we got right? that. So That's think, the whole motivation to but, walk into the cave. Sure, but how does that affect his role playing? I think he is very elusive about where he's from, what his background is, if his family's alive, what's going on with any of that. He himself is trying to forget his own backstory. So when introducing himself to other people, I mean, he doesn't have to make up a completely new backstory, but maybe he does every now and again. Maybe it's very fluid what he says about himself, like because it's it doesn't matter to him. He 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 didn't find meaning until he found Daniel Therese. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, so the bond is kind of weird. I used to frequent bars and was considered a regular in lots of them. I went to one today and the bartender thought I was new. What do you, I mean, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> That's how he coped before Daniel Theris Dune? Sure. Does he try yeah. to not drink anymore because he has Daniel Theris Dune? Maybe. Yeah, maybe like that's where it's like, and and even Daniel Theresun is maybe opposed to that because a fucking drunk warlock is useless. <laughs> like, God damn it, stop drinking! <laughs> like, but like, so when he when we say he frequent bars, you know, and was considered a regular in a lot of them, like, I think that just kind of means he he maybe that's where he feels the most at home is at a tavern, is at a bar. It's where he's the most comfortable. But it's this idea of like walking that fine line of like. I can't get a drink, though. I feel comfortable there. I love it, right? Because I can blend in. I can kind of just fade yeah. away, and I'm around other people. I can eavesdrop. I can listen. And, like, he didn't realize he was an alcoholic. <laughs> like, most people don't until they stop going there. And so then when he came back in, no one knew who the fuck he was, and it hurt. And so he wanted to drink. But now it's like, I can't. Well, I, I have purpose now, though, so I shouldn't. Yeah. And, like, it's, so it's, it's that struggle. I think that's the bond is that, like, he still feels at home there, but it is a huge like pull for him to potentially order yeah. a drink. And then the flaw, I think, is easy. I think because I don't think you play into this flaw often, but you can play into sure. it whenever you like. Like eventually, your walls have been up for so long that you get a moment alone and you accidentally end up reflecting, and it makes you upset. And it's just, I think, it's just as simple as yeah. that. As soon as you actually like look in a mirror, yeah, <laughs> for, for like a second, and actually take a look at yourself, you're like, no, because because again, th- I think this flaw then plays very nicely with the uh, uh, with the ideal, right? Again, of like, I, I get over emotional a lot and cry each time I hear someone say, "Oh, who are you?" But that then plays into the he he himself. Think about when he would say that to himself. If he's forgotten himself also, when he looks in the mirror and has to reflect on himself, he goes, I don't even recognize who I am. Yeah. I don't know who this is. Like, that's when that, like, oh, oh, nope, those are feels. Get those away. Yeah. I don't like those. Let's go. Daniel, let's go do something. Let's. You want to burn something? Let's burn something. <laughs> we should burn something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweet. So, so then lastly, ooh. I just need an age and what this character looks like is what I need to decide. Um, I, was, I like I, how whenever we have also, really complicated characters, like even though I brought the everything to the table, it kind of becomes yours because you're better <laughs> at just scatterbraining everything together. That's that's <laughs> called ADHD, yeah. and it's because I just constantly go all over the place. <laughs> um, the one thing I was going to say, so before we get into that stuff, that like last statement felt very true to this character. The whole idea of like as soon as he has a moment to reflect on himself too much. And it felt very almost chaotic in itself. So maybe he is chaotic neutral. Like, I think you walk that line of true neutral, chaotic neutral. Because I think the chaotic aspect of it, again, is like 
oh well, shit i always i always forget the saying that that you have like for good versus evil is like what you would do for other people versus what you would do for yourself yeah. and then lawful to chaotic was what is it following the rules and not following or like what what like justification you give to rules right i don't know whatever whatever <laughs> which whichever one makes you end up in your crush that you've never met's backyard talking to her child <laughs> which is probably chaotic yeah, that's what I was saying. I think, I think this is maybe a little bit more chaotic neutral than it is true neutral. Because again, I don't know. I always feel like true neutral is, is so difficult to play as a and d character because it just means you, you you essentially become like the Mad Max of a fucking thing where you're like, I don't care what happens. I'm just here and things are happening around me. And so it's nah, yeah. whatever. At least like the chaotic, like, again, if you have a moment where you've, you get too close to being with yourself, you got to lash out. <laughs> you got to do something. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, sorry, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but okay. Age. So, what do you think? 69. No, I don't know. I mean, 69, <laughs> the level of joke that is, is appropriate for Swiss Army Man. <laughs> That's, yeah. No, I mean, you're not, you, you're, you are correct, sir. I mean, halflings generally age, what does it say? Their age, halfling reaches adulthood around the age of 20, generally live till the middle of their second century. Jeez, so, like, oh, they can peeps. live to be about. 250 200 250 years old so like if he becomes an adult at 20 i mean we could also go girlfriend's age 55 you know 55 um i'm gonna put this back on you what do you think is he is he closer to like again i i like the idea that his family maybe still exists so he doesn't have to be super old um but he could be almost 100 he could be 25 you know, I mean, let's um I'm a roll a D one hundred and that's how old he is. Oh. Add into the randomization. I like it. He's forty three. Perfect. Just like the rule. What's the rule? Is it rule is it rule forty three or is it rule thirty four? I always forget. I have no idea what you're talking about. Don't Google it. <laughs> there's a rule on the internet that says if it exists, there's not safe for work content about it. Whatever. That's rule 34. <laughs> okay, what's he look like? <laughs> Get um, your ass off that topic. So, ghost-wise, I'm curious what ghost-wise halflings... Because usually each 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 um, like halfling uh, uh, sub-race... Has, has a like specific little, feature. Or just like overall looks to it, is, is what I would kind of imagine. So I'm trying to see where ghost-wise... Because like stout are a little bit more hardy and blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, that makes know, sense. Yeah, so I'm trying to see um, where the ghost-wise... Because, this, this like I said, this is the first time I've heard of the sub-race of ghost-wise halfling. Um, and I'm not... I mean, we could say he's just a little bit more... No, because we want Daniel. Daniel Therizun to be more pale. Because um, I think we also need to describe what, what Daniel Therizun looks I think like Daniel Therizun is just going to look very similar because Dune himself is going to take on the form that makes, that almost mirrors um, this character who, who we haven't named yet. So I think it's yeah. just going to be this character, whatever we're about to describe, but just kind of dead looking. One of their eyelids okay. is always kind of half closed. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I, li- I like that idea. Um, 
So ghostwise halflings have the ability to communicate telepathically. That's right. So they can talk to people personality, society-wise. Ghostwife halflings are very elusive and were generally isolated from the outside world. Wow, that fits too. <laughs> they often lived in nomadic lives and clans. Um, so maybe that's why his family never really fit in. They came to the halfling civilization after being out in the wilderness. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything in here about appearance. I don't see anything. Not really. Um, okay. So let's just go. Let's just say he, just he himself like basic is basic little... brown clothes. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like maybe it, it, it's it's not like robes and things that were made in society. They're a little bit more of tanned leathers and, and things that would have been made out in the wilderness. Um, he kind of has a homeless-esque look to him, very nomadic, I guess is the more proper way to put that, um, instead of being unhoused. Um, and so, yeah, so I would kind of say that has very moppish like hair. Yeah, are you opposed to like having yeah, longer? Yeah, bad head hair, kind bad of head like, hair. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah. beard. I want a slight. No, I want five o'clock shadow. I don't want Ooh. a full beard. Okay, so it's kind of gruff. Yep. Um, and then brown eyes. I don't think he really. I don't think he really has any memorable like weapons or things he like carries per nope, se. Nope, nothing that stands um, out. I mean, obviously, the most most recognizable thing. However, you want to end up playing this character is how. Daniel Thayer's Dune comes along with them because, yeah. like, that's what I was saying. I I wouldn't be opposed to like the idea of somebody either having to carry him or have a way to drag him along. Essentially, I think that'd be cool. Um, but in this situation, we're going to go with they both can just walk and are closer to normal people because that's the most the easiest way to play it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and so then to your point, Daniel Thayer's Dune looks like him, just paler. Yep. Skin's kind of almost translucent, I would even kind of say, where it's like that's a little clammy. Just weird. Yeah, just very unsettling. He looks very just as forgettable looking as our character looks. This one kind of stands out and just is kind of uncomfortable and unsettling more so than anything else. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Does he have a walking stick of some sort, maybe? Oh, uh, no. Okay. I tried. Nope. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Um, Should I name this character Dano? So we got Dano and Daniel? Yeah. It's your character, bud. I'm, you got to come up with the name. Name's Dano. I like Dano and Daniel. Because then that, makes, that, kind Daniel. Of, that kind of makes them interchangeable. People at your table Ooh. might say the wrong name and stuff like that, which works. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the other thing I was gonna say is this is a great title for a sitcom. Dano and Daniel. Dano and Dano and Danny. One of them's dead. The other one's forgettable. Yeah. Dano and Danny. <laughs> this week on Dano and Danny, Daniel continues to tell Dano to burn down the whole bar, just <laughs> constantly the whole time. The rest of his group is very uncomfortable. I'm so excited. <laughs> I need to watch Swiss Army Man when we're done. <laughs> also, that's the thing I was going to say. I apologize if you have no idea what the fucking movie we're talking about. And you've just had to put up with like 45 minutes to an hour of us being super excited about this obscure movie. Yeah, it is kind of obscure. <laughs> but it's so good. God, it's so good. It was you know on I Netflix hope? at one point. I don't know if it is anymore. So watch I it. Don't, I don't know. Um, I would love if there's an uptick in... Uh, Swiss Army Man sales because of Oh, this. you bet your ass I'm tweeting at Paul Daniel, <laughs> at Daniel Radcliffe, and at eight twenty four once we're done with this. <laughs> oh jeez. 
hey guys, we promoted your movie. Can you promote our Patreon? Thanks. <laughs> oh, Sorry, Man is still on Netflix. I had to okay. look. I was going to say, essentially, all we're looking for, you and I, Nathan, is our own Daniel Radcliffe. And that's what the listeners can be. They can be this influence that comes in and tells us how we're doing and that they didn't forget us and that we exist and that they themselves are our patron and Patreon. Yeah, that's a good plug. It's a good plug. <laughs> also, once again, patreon.com backslash RNGPC. <laughs> I don't think you have to specify which slash unless it's forward slash. It's always backslash. Uh, just let me be a corporate shill. All right. <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just throw this out um okay cool is there anything else then no i think that's it dude um wow we did it and you wanted to quit this episode jeez it was scary you're a classic you're a classic dano just wanting to go out and not be remembered and just be lost in the woods you know what i'm your daniel popcorn pop popcorn i am your daniel radcliffe okay now we're killing some fish you're using my body like it's a machine gun and Now we killed a raccoon. Let's build a fire and let's eat the stuff we killed. <laughs> Go watch Swiss Army Man well, after we finish this uh, quick little role. Montage. All right. So we are back at the CD Tavern. And it's the middle of the day. Good amount of foot traffic coming through. There's people... Some are sitting down having lunch. There's some people that are just kind of going up and down from their rooms in the upper part of the inn part of the tavern. Um, it's kind of some hustle and bustle going on in here. Barry, uh, the larger half-elf, is behind the bar, kind of cleaning up, interacting with a few people as, as they come and go. Um, it's probably a little bit more foot traffic than, than, than normal. Um, and in all the chaos, it allows for these two halfling figures to kind of just make their way in a little unnoticed um and so they one person's leaving and pushes the door open as the two of them kind of walk in before the door fully closes and uh what does dano do so dano walks in and finds a table off in the corner that has a decent amount of shadows cast on it maybe from the sunlight um so it's it's a little bit more of an inconspicuous table um yeah. but definitely there's the back wall without any windows so like that that like area like past the stage so like the stage is kind of set and like it's a little bit darker there so the lighting can be controlled over there okay cool so that's where he goes and uh kind of spends a weird amount of time not sitting and adjusting something like if anyone were to be okay. no if anyone were to notice um this this person is fiddling with something that's on the booth but don't know what Mm-hmm. Um. So then, uh, Dano says, "Um. So, do you like? Do you need anything to drink? I don't need anything in particular." The voice responds from this translucent, kind of weird-looking, almost mirror image of Dano that is now sitting in the booth and. Again, anyone that might pass by, like, would have to do a second glance to really see what was happening, and didn't. If they really paid attention, can't tell if his mouth moved at all when he talked. Um. Well, I mean, I feel like if we're gonna, if when's the last time you ate? When was the last time you ate anything? When I found you in that cave, and I'm hungry. I've did. A, I haven't eaten anything. I feel like you should at least try to eat something. 
Well, then you should eat something, and you should get food. That's fine. I'll have some of your food. Okay. Well, stay here. Uh, don't go anywhere, and I'll be right back. Are you going to get a drink? Um, no. I mean, <laughs> what do you think? I really want to. Don't. Okay, I won't. Huh, okay. I've been to this place so many times, that's just... I'm sure... Th- who's over there? It looks like, uh... Looks like Barry's behind the bar. I'm sure he's gonna offer me to drink. What should I say? If he asks me. I've never had to turn down a drink before. He won't. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Okay. Well, I'll be right back. Uh, so that Dano gets up and heads on over to the bar. Climbs up onto a bar stool. And doesn't assert himself. Just kind of waits to be noticed. Yeah, and and Barry is there and, and actually currently interacting with uh, this half-elf couple. And you just hear him off to the side. Well, yes, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that was already in, in, in that room. Well, I swear we, we, we cleaned it up and I didn't see any sort of large infestation of anything. We will definitely get someone up there to, to take care of that. Uh, go, go ahead and go into uh, room 12. That's fine. Here, yep, nope, that is... The, I, again, oh, you... No, we can't refund you for any of... Well, it's not my rules. I'm just... I just... Look, I, okay. Okay, look. I just work here. Do you want... Just... Do you want the other room or not? It's either you go back and... I don't... Okay. Well... Okay, you don't need to call me. All right. Okay. Have a good day. And then the very angry couple just ends up leaving out of the tavern. And Barry just... I don't... Oh. And he looks over and sees now... Uh, Dano sitting at the bar, and he just kind of I'm sorry, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't see you there. We've been, I don't know, overrun, a little bit busier here today with people wanting, apparently, just everything from me. So, uh, I, I apologize for the wait. How long have you been waiting? Do you want to? What can I get for you? Um, I just want to get some food. Whatever the the special is today. What's today? Today's fine. Um. Yeah, no, I think we have some, <coughs> I think we have some fish and chips is what's on the menu. It's some sort of, like, deep fried, whatever they were able to catch uh, out over by the lake. And then there's some potatoes that we also just, you know, cook up. Is that fine? Yeah, it sounds good. And uh, no drink this time, Barry. Oh. I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, I did I of of course, yes. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't. Yep. Are you okay? And he just kind of turns around awkwardly, walking away. Um, Tears well from my eyes a little bit. <laughs> um, and then you wait there for a little bit. He's kind of back off into the like kitchen, like Ascaria. He's disappeared, and again, a few people kind of come and 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 pass. Um, you stay at the bar yep. and wait. Okay. Um, you kind of see him poke out again from the kitchen, and he sees that you're still there, and so he kind of goes back into the kitchen. About 15, 20 minutes pass or so, and then he finally comes out with, with the food, and he goes, All right, well, here, here you go. We got you the freshest uh, 
off of the fridge to make sure it was nice and warm. And of course, I <laughs> didn't get you a drink because I normally would have offered you one. <laughs> uh, well, let me know if there's anything else. Okay, bye. And he just kind of like turns like awkwardly before you can even get another word in and just kind of walks away. I poke the fish and it's kind of cold. It was forgotten about. <laughs> yeah it's it definitely seems like it, it wasn't warm like he was back there for a good amount of time but you don't exactly know what he was doing back there but yeah um so yeah regardless so, i know. take the food and i head back to the table and i go uh sorry that it, that that took a little while um you were right though i mean barry didn't know who i was that's fine yeah, I mean, it's... Go ahead. What is... What is time? We have plenty of it now. Yeah. We should probably... Probably eat something. Um, can you... Do you know... Can you, like... And I reach over and touch, like, your jaw. Like, can you open your mouth? Is that something you're capable of? <laughs> His jaw just kind of, like... Pops open. <laughs> of course. I'm just like you. But you eat first. I've been okay. Well, you seem like you need something. Well, all right. And I. You don't need to tell me twice, so I start eating just no manners, no holds barred, eating this fish and chips, going at it. <laughs> Um, you're kind of off there, uh, in the corner by yourself for a little bit, just scarfing down on what I'm sure is your first, like, full good meal in, in a good amount of time. Um, and as you're kind of eating there, you can kind of see Barry pacing over by the bar and like, he's scanning around the room for a little bit and even just starts like kind of walking around cleaning up tables. And then finally, like, you see that he re- he sees you he, he like he like he found you like right like you know when someone's like kind of looking around yeah. the room and they like oh okay there's and like then he kind of like tries to awkwardly glance away like like he wasn't staring at you yeah. and trying to look and find you and then in a very just trying to be sneaky kind of way he starts cleaning the tables around that area and is slowly moving closer to your your area and he kind of comes over eventually goes oh oh oh, oh. Uh, how how was all of your food i didn't Oh, I d- is that is that your f- what? Did you did you need something as well? So who is is he with you? And he points over at Daniel, who is just sitting there with his jaw still slacked open, just kind of <laughs> like looking as you are like mid putting a big piece of fish in your mouth. Uh I put a that piece of fish in my mouth to buy some time and push your jaw back up as well, and um. In my mind, I'm kind of freaking out, but I'm not. I'm not talking to you. So do mm-hmm. you, do you give me any guidance? No. Uh, um. Mm. Oh, sorry. I just put something in my mouth. Uh, this is my cousin. Oh, uh, well, I was that fish and and stuff enough? Do you do do you want something else as well? I can bring I can bring you more and. No, he said he's he said he's not hungry. All right. Well, uh, I just wanted to come over and check in and and see if there was anything else uh, that I potentially could get for you. And uh, 
I, 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 I guess also maybe, uh, I, I apologize for this. I usually try not to be, uh, so, um, well, uh, forward, but, um, you, you seem to have known my name, and I, uh, I apologize, but I, I don't seem to recognize you or remember. I, have you been here before? I, I see so many people uh, all the time during the day, and it's just, well, it was kind of, uh, eating away uh, at me that you were so polite and such a nice uh, individual and I have no idea who you are. I sigh. My shoulders kind of drop. No, I've... I haven't been here that often. I'm just really good with names. I've been here before, but no, I wouldn't expect you to remember who I am. Why are you lying to him? You hear in the back of your head as there's still no movement from... from... Daniel at all. Oh, well, <clears throat> of, 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 of course. Well, you you seem gracious enough, and the people we usually get in here are not, <laughs> well... <laughs> I cut you off, uh, and I look over to, yeah. the Dan, Dan, to Daniel, and I say, I'm not lying to him. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What, what was that? Oh, oh uh, nothing. You were saying? I know you, you meet a lot of people. I, I understand. It's okay. No, oh. no harm done. Uh, 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 yeah, yes. Well, I'm just uh, again. I, it felt so in, in, inhospitable of me to not be um, <clears throat> to know more encouraging. If more people like yourself and uh, c- cousin, you said, mm-hmm. uh, c- came around, perhaps uh, you know we wouldn't have <clears throat> so many angry people, and I wouldn't have <laughs> so many migraines and from all of the pressure. <clears throat> but I'm. I, I just want you to know, um, did you tell me your name? It's Dano. Dano. Okay, Dan Dano. Uh, yes, if more people like you, Dano, came through, the CD Tavern would be a much better place. And if you need a room, please, um, we have one that was just freshly cleaned and is completely uh, great to go at uh, room 12. And uh, I would be happy to rent it out to you and your cousin what is your cousin's name and he looks over to daniel who just again eyes are just kind of dead shot forward not looking up at uh barry at all do we need a room i say to daniel would that make you comfortable i mean it'd be a good place to sleep i'm not opposed yeah we'll take a room barry i say to you Oh, well, great. Yeah, uh, uh, of, of course. I will then uh, go and get um, uh, the, the the key for that room. Are you sure he doesn't want anything? He looks malnourished. Yep, he's fine. <clears throat> oh, oh, all right. Uh, and your Dano and your cousin again was... Oh, Daniel. Dano and Daniel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, all right. I'm sure I will not get those confused at all, because I, like I said, I I see a lot of people, but once once I get a name, I, I'll, I got you, Dano. And he kind of, like, does, like, a finger guns thing <laughs> at you, and just kind of, like, oh, are you done with the plate? Do you want me to take, do you want me to take the, the uh, there's a little bit, I don't know if. No, uh, there's a little, Daniel will eat it, and I lean over to Daniel 
open your mouth, pop like a, one of the last chips in and close your mouth. <laughs> oh. That was horrifying. All right, uh, I'll, be, I'll be right back with that key. <clears throat> and then <laughs> he, he leaves, and you just kind of are sitting there, and all of a sudden then you hear, as the mouth falls back open and the food just falls out of it onto his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's lap. No, like this, Daniel. I pick it back up, put it back in, and I start to open and close your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's called it's called chewing. I do not appreciate this. It's uh, an unpleasant texture. Oh. Well, and I open your mouth back up, but it's been, like, kind of crushed up now, so it's not just going to naturally fall out of your mouth. I'm like, uh... So I start digging it out of your mouth with my own hand. As you're doing that, Barry walks back over with a key and a glass of ale in his hand, and he goes, Oh, I apologize. Uh, is, is he okay? Is he choking? Oh, he's fine. Do you have any, like, paper towel? Or cloth? Oh, well, I... I have a rag. Yeah, yeah hang on. I'll, I'll be right back. And he sets down the key and the ale on the table and then mm. runs away um, to go back to behind the bar real quick. I eye the ale. What are you thinking? It looks so frothy. I'm watching, deli- deliberately watching a bead of condensation run down the side of the <laughs> mug. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's anything like this sustenance you tried to give me, it's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. Barry then comes running back up and goes, Oh, okay, I'm, uh, I, I got the rag a little... Uh, Wet. I don't know. Uh, oh, thank you. I clean my fingers what? off with it. <laughs> oh, is is he okay though? Is he going to be all right? Oh, uh, yep. And I just start kind of like patting his face with the rag. He's fine. Here, you can have this back. Tossed the rag to the end of the oh. table. Mm, yes. No. Um. All right. Well, uh, that was the key, and I wanted to say again, uh, just as a token of gratitude for how nice you were. I. I, I brought you an ale uh, to drink and, and have uh, with your your evening. And what, if there's anything else you need, uh, this is just the house ale, and it's nothing special. And uh, Please take that away. Oh. Well, I mean, I was just, again, it's just, it's a, I just meant, it won't cost you anything. No. It's fine. Oh. Oh, okay. I, does you, maybe your cousin want it? Uh, Daniel? No, Barry. And he looks... Okay, um, I apologize again. I'm just, I'm just merely the the bartender, and I can't. Uh, okay, it's what I all right. And he just grabs the drink, kind of. I I hope I didn't uh, upset you or offend you in any way. No, you're fine. All, all right. Well, <clears throat> if you need uh, anything else, I'm I'm here for the next uh, hour or so but then uh, I have date night so I'll be heading heading out pretty quickly but a- after after me um Terrence will, will be here uh closing up tonight so uh 
he'll he can help you and uh Dan, you're Dano. Daniel, with whatever uh, you might uh, <clears throat> need. Yep. Okay. All right. He just kind of looks a little bit closer at Daniel, who's still sitting there with his mouth still just open with a little bit of food hanging out of parts of his tongue. I close your mouth again. <laughs> That'll be all, Barry. Yep. And Barry just kind of like saunters away now with the, with the beer, not knowing what to do with it and so you see him just kind of set it down at, at the bar while he then goes to talk to somebody else really quick that has come up uh, over to ask him a few questions hmm. I wanted to say so many mean things I don't know why mm, you should have let him know how you feel it's the only way anyone will really ever remember you. So, so, being more forward leaves a better impression. I should quit, I should fight against my polite nature. If you're not being yourself, then who are you? Huh. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so, I get up, and I stand on top of the table, and I stomp my foot and shout Barry's name. Barry! Oh. Who, who's, hello? And, then, like, from his angle, he can't really, like, who, who said that? I'm, me, over here. Again, he's eyeing kind of around, and like you're just able as you stand on top of the table, like to, you, like you're just able to see over the booth, like just barely the top of your head, and you you can't you can just make him out. There's like a, a one person standing at the bar that he's trying to look between, and he can't really see you either. <laughs> and so like he eventually is like, oh, oh okay, um, I'll be right over there, whoever you are. Hang, hang on, just hang, hang hang on. No, look at me. Um, uh, please just hang on. <laughs> um, you, you can kind of now see like some, some action happening at the bar. And finally then the person just kind of sits down and then Barry kind of runs out from behind it and comes over to the clearing now where the, like the opening part of the, the diner is where there's some tables in front of the stage and your booth over to the side. And he kind of comes finally into eye line with you and sees you and goes, Oh, Oh yes. Um, Daniel, what can I help you with? He's so far away. Do I have to shout still? He's walking towards you, as he says. Okay, well, I still want to shout. Yeah. Your wife doesn't fuck you because you're not assertive. Uh, what? Uh, what? If you quit being such a bitch, maybe your life wouldn't be falling apart. I, I don't know how you... When do you, when do you get off, Mike? You... You don't know me. You don't know Juliet. You don't know anything, Daniel. You, you. Why do you say this? It's the truth. Someone had to tell you. And I get down off the table and I sit down next to Daniel. Do you? Do, do you know my Juliet? Have you met her? Have you talked with her? Unless you're unless you're at the table now, I'm not going to say anything. 
He he's standing next to the table. Okay. He comes over to yeah. He he approaches once you sit down. Like he kind of stopped in his tracks as you had made that statement <laughs> out across the across the bar at him. He was like a table away, and like he kind of approaches you and says that to you. I've been here before, Barry. You've told me about her. I, I I'm sorry. I I that I don't remember. I don't usually talk to most people about her. Uh uh. Dan. Dano. D- that's what I said. <laughs> You're pathetic. That's well. That, okay. Look, I've been nothing but kind to you. I apologize. I do not remember who you are or remember ever seeing you before. But like I said, a lot of people come through here. You've been nothing but annoying to me. If you call that kind, then whatever. Tomato, tomato. But you need to figure out who you actually are, Barry. Yes. Tell him everything. <laughs> you just hear in the back of your head. <laughs> well, uh, look, I I don't appreciate any of of this coming from you or from anyone. You hold let, you let hold alone. back too much. You're not the man you used to be. You're not even close to being the man that you can be. You let those elves, those pr- pompous elves, walk all over you earlier today. No uh, wonder uh, uh, your uh, wife doesn't respect you. My, okay, those elves were guests and customers of this fine They were assholes, and you let them be assholes and didn't tell them that they were assholes. Well, what? What, what am I supposed to... Like, this is my job. I'm supposed to make people happy and make sure they have a good time here, and I don't see how that anything has to do with, with my sweet Julia. What about you, Barry? What makes you happy? Does bottling all that up inside of you, I can see it in your eyes, does that make you happy? <sighs> I don't, sir. I I think I'm going to have to kindly ask you to just kindly ask me. me. Look, I don't want any trouble from you. You seem like a sweet, passive individual, except for your words. Your words, they cut, and I will not take any more of it. What are you going to do? I'm going to ask you to leave. You're going to ask me to leave? You're not going to make me? Then I'm not going anywhere. Sir? He reaches for the key on the table. Yeah. And grabs it unless you stop him. Um, no. I'm not going to stop him. Look, you don't have a place to stay here, and you and your whatever that is need to get the heck out of here. Oh my god, Barry. You're such a pussy. I will... That is it. That is enough. I've had enough. You, you, that Dano, Go. What do you should we leave? Of course not. We could own this establishment. It could all be ours. <laughs> Barry, if you just stood up for yourself, this place this place could be yours. Oh, you want me to stand up for myself? I that's what I'm doing. I'm taking a stand. You you want do you want to see the bad Barry? Do you want to I see do. what will happen? Well, well, you, 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 you had this coming, and he steps forward at you and hits you in the face. Yes, I say, I say, hit because it's not a punch. It's supposed to be a punch, but it is so limp and weak that it is just more of his fist connecting with the side of your your stubble on your face. And he goes, "There, oh, I am so sorry." Oh my God, Barry. That's not how you punch someone. This is how you punch someone, and I punch Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel's head just snaps so quickly yeah. to the side that she's here. Like, oh. 
<laughs> as it kind of like pops to the side and there's no emotion no reaction from him as his head just kind of lays limp now over to the side You're, oh god what why did you hit your cousin barry he did i'm sure he deserved it at some point just like i deserve to actually be hit don't put your soul into it because you already know that's limp and weak put your body into it I, okay, look, look, finish your fish and just, just get the, just get out. I'm done. I have your key. You're not welcome here anymore. And I will not interact with you again. Right? I am, my hand hurts. Oh my <laughs> he God. He just kind of shakes his hand. <laughs> and he's like, I, I've had enough. I have to go deal with those half orcs. All right? They, they need a place to put their horses. And right now, that is my main concern. Not you and all of your, your nonsense heads and whatever. Whatever else you need, we don't have it. Tell those half-orcs to take their horses, turn it sideways, and shove it up their ass. That's where I, they can put them. I, I'm done, sir. And he just walks away. <laughs> I'm elated. I fix your head, I straighten you back up, and I'm like... <laughs> oh, wow. That's what it feels like. To just let yourself be, you know, to be someone. <laughs> Feels good. The power. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. You don't even know what we can do together. <laughs> and. Sure, and scene. I think it's. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, Barry's just gonna fucking break. He's such a punching bag. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> but like, oh man, that. Was... See, and then like again, as as an opportunity to take like these role playing things as like an episode zero to meet a group. Imagine being the group that's just in the bar that just watched this fucking halfling yeah. go this giant half elf man into punching him in the face, <laughs> and then laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah we can use him he can go with us he's got spunk <laughs> we can use that <laughs> like oh man <laughs> oh i yeah that was i was excited once i realized that you were gonna get to the point where barry would attempt to hit you <laughs> <laughs> because i was like this will be great this is such a good like oh man he and uh and uh, see the the one thing I would maybe be concerned about with that interaction and as far as like a DM goes is I I I think there would be more times where essentially Daniel doesn't talk that yes, there's less from him for sure because as 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 a DM I don't think you want to be always having those little side conversations maybe you can right maybe you only got two people at the table right maybe it's just you and and two PCs and so you can be a little bit more interactive with that but if you're in a group of five or six it's not going to be as comfort like. Again, as Dan O, as this character, you can direct stuff to him all the time, but I, I don't think you would expect as much interaction coming back from Correct. Daniel. I agree and, as well. I, yeah. And so that was my only concern with that. Was like There was times I was like giving you like little things here or there. Again, because it's just the two of us, so it was able to happen. But I don't think you need that for this character to be unsettling. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, well, all right. I mean, was, I've got nothing really more to fun. add on this character other than go yeah. watch Swiss Army Man. It's on Netflix. <laughs> This, this was different. This was. <laughs> I had I a roller coaster in this episode. I was excited, <laughs> and then I was disappointed because I got myself confused. And then you re reignited the flame with Swiss Army Man. And now I love. Also, it. 
for just for if anyone ever meets Nathan in public and he might happen to be somewhat down, just in any way, shape, or form, bring up Swiss Army Man, yeah. and it'll make him just make him happier. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the little little tidbit from a, a, a Nathan expert over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, that was that was fun. And like like again, I started this episode by saying like, oh wow, we're making another freaking warlock blah blah blah. but like this is completely different this feels completely different than all the other ones and yeah it did take a second right to find the thing that made this special but i think that's what i guess we're getting better at is like in those moments trying to find the thing like okay what can we hook onto what can we make the the cool little twist in this yeah so that it it it, it is fun and and different that's the challenge that's what we challenge ourselves with so our format is built to do that we do and you know what i think as long as we don't forget that (laughs) because he's the forgotten one i'll forget stuff you know like (laughs) i think that's that's what matters but either way did did you forget though forget what what's coming don't it's approaching. No. It's approaching fast. It can't, oh no! You can't, you can't do it two weeks in a row. It's, it's, it's the fun. darkness. The darkness is approaching. No, this is the end. This is the outro. Yeah, it's coming. Did you? Oh God! Oh, stop I'm dying. it! Good, die slowly. I'm fading. Email us at rngpcpodcast@gmail.com. It's the outro. There. You can do anything there. Hello. Send us art. Send us opinions. Tell us things. Our social What's medias are email? at. At RNG underscore PC. We're launching a Patreon today. It's patreon.com slash RNGPC. Um, follow oh and subscribe and leave a review on iTunes just like this person Wait. did. Um, this is all my stuff. I got nope, this. Nope, I'll read nope, it. Nope, I'll read nope, it. Is this the nope, one from Chloe nope, K? Nope. I was going to skip that oh. one this long so I can get through it quick. Chloe K. Nope. Wait. She says, wait. I'm sorry. Am I like starting D&D? to look like D&D? Is it interesting? Not only are Jake and Nathan hilarious, they have also piqued my interest in the world of D ampersand D. They also piqued our audio. You don't have to know anything about D&E. <laughs> D&D at all to listen to this podcast. Jake and Nathan do a great job explaining characters and comparing them to other movies slash characters. That's someone maybe more familiar with. Like a Batman, X-Man, Marvel, ETC. I enjoy the informata, informality and realness of this podcast. It makes it all the more fun to listen to. Outro Man says you're welcome, Chloe K. This week we talked about Swiss Army Man. I was listening. It was interesting. I'll have to watch that movie and give my opinion on it. Keep wrong and keep playing. Lloyd, play the music. <laughs> Keep rolling and playing. <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs>